We can finally say we passed go. We collect two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It is twenty twenty one. Happy New Year on behalf yes, of the Quincy Jones Show. I am your host, Quincy Jones. Go into my left. It is the uncomparable. Yes, the only yes hip hop hybrid in existence in the world of pro wrestling and hip hop, and that is on the underground and of course the mainstream side of things. The one and only Doc Lesnar. It's twenty twenty one. You are correct, Quincy Jones, and this is the Quincy Jones Show. We yes, back. yes. It, I mean, I, quick question. I mean, since you are the only one, the only hip hop hybrid in existence, does that make you like TH one? Is that is that the the, hi- hi- the hybrid one? Yes. Can we TM still pending? <laughs> uh you may want to check pro wrestling tees uh anyways nah, uh, but what's going on guys last time we left you with a hell of a cliffhanger we're gonna mm-hmm. get to that later in the show obviously we had some year and award nominations to uh discuss with none other than the the magnanimous one himself mark mcfly joined us live from the Third nest man um it was fun uh having him back on the show man it's crazy i think he's only had like three appearances in 2020 we got to change that yeah man. that's another resolution hey, but we didn't get still, to that, he still but. had more appearances than john cena did tv last year that's oh. that's very true so it's always good to get on the board uh in any way shape possible as, as far as on the quincy jones show here as we take competition very very seriously but um i i digress as uh we are gonna Get into the winners now, as we had so much fun, uh, pretty much uh, debating who should, uh, you know, who even gets a qualification to be slated or named yeah, or in nominated, these, yeah, uh, categories. But that was fun, and it was and again, the fans were. I, would I was say just about they, to say they were pretty vocal. I was know? just about to say. I mean, again, you know, some people they they would they would uh, nominate their own. Or have a little fun with it. Yeah, yeah, you a little write in. I'm the guy that does my job. Who are you? You the other guy. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, but we, we did we, the top guys. It, 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 the top guys, but you know what? We did. We, we picked the top of the top out of the top picks. We had fun again. We left it in the hands of you guys. Uh, again, you know, Doc trying to you know squeeze in a, a, a vote here. I just we I left just, it to the fans. I'm a fan. Damn it. I'm a fan of your work. Still real to me. Damn it. You're so damn charming. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? Let's get into some news because uh, obviously um, we are still reeling uh, quite a bit. Uh, from the loss of a good man, yes, uh, sir, you know, Mr. Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee, John Hoover, uh, John Hubbard, depending on how you'd like. Yeah, to Yeah, I was about it. to say it's, I've been seeing like people who I would think would know. No. Yeah, say it one way, and but then, then you and then also got to realize in that in that industry, there's some people that know you more by your character name or that, like a nickname of that. So I, I could, I and could he see doesn't how seem like feasible. the guy to like to like. Uh, correct you, right? Exactly. And <laughs> like it, you know, last week, I mean, we did have the uh, the tribute show for for Brody. Um, you know, and and one of the things that I thought was really cool that we saw was a really big surprise in uh, seeing Eric Redbeard, not yeah. Rowan, yeah, not Rowan Jericho. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, I'm like, look, I get it. If there's like a pending, you yeah. know, let me remind people where he's from. I guess, but see, it's that, like that's that's a conundrum I'm at. Because in one sense, you're like, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let, let's not point everyone to the competition, even though that should be the furthest thing in terms of I, of the show. It's yeah. a tribute show. Competition. Should, I mean, obviously, again, this guy, 
uh, and you know this man Brody Lee, this sweet baby angel. He he's the one that like has friends on both ends of the spectrum yeah, he's and bringing and kinda, everyone together in the middle. You know, everybody. You know, they like to use the term like break the internet. He kind of did that. Like you know, w- w- with his passing, like it's the first time that they kind of like everyone's thrown their arms down, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's why I was like, well, I mean, if they, I can understand it from one way, but then it doesn't make sense because this is a, a, a tribute show. So that's not, that shouldn't be the most important focus. Yeah, but on the you, other end, I was yeah. thinking a genuine surprised reaction for me would mm-hmm. be like, oh man, that's so-and-so from this. Like, that's the last time we've seen it. I mean, yeah. so, so you would, you, you, naturally would direct people towards the last time you've seen this person i, I so get it I get but they it, didn't so... call miro rusev you know what i mean and, yeah, see, and, and but they didn't I... need that and i just feel like if you really have been following brody you know who eric is he's been tied at the hip with eric 100 uh, a long time i, I, I know, think so. i think if they would have kept it out of eric i mean because I, I obviously i give my hat up to uh to excalibur for trying to cover with the uh, the red beard line yeah um obviously the that's the more lesser known name that he goes by or has been going by uh, before and after his uh, WWE stint, so it's like not everybody would have got it. They're like Redbeard, like I mean, but you know what they've done in the past? If you've probably known him by a different name in the past or from yeah, WWE yeah, yeah, that's or true. To do something like yeah. that. So, but not to get too lost down there, we did see Eric Redbeard make a pop up surprise, and uh, you know, a lot of people have been speculating: does that mean anything long term with the uh, AEW? Has yeah, there been talks between both parties. At this time, it's been said that there is no deal between both sides, um, I, and I believe that's per the Wrestling Observer. Uh, but you know, anything could happen. But that specific that could uh, be another reason why too is because. The Redbeard thing would it would allude to make it seem like they signed him. Very true, but no, it was just a one off at the time. You know, they mm. they knew it was very important uh, for him to be part of See, a tribute show. And then you now, know I mean? and now I'm contradicting myself because they could have done the same thing with uh, Matt Cardona, but it's formerly of Z- uh, Zach Ryder. But they didn't do that. And yeah, he, he never and was. I don't even know if contract they, really. Right, and, and to so, me, yeah. I feel like. The reason I went with you might have known by another name was what that's what they said when Brody debuted. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So that's why it's like, why not go that same way? But which is the yeah, it's, uh, it, it, which in best interest protects them. I, I again, I told I get both sides, but yeah, it was kind of weird how they were toggling, bef- uh, you know, between both names. Yeah, um, it, it made Jericho seem like he was still caring about the war in a time yeah, where it shouldn't a, have been a little bit. But you just know, but, maybe I don't know. Even yeah, at that I, point, I, I, even I can under, even I could uh, admit that I don't know that his natural uh, intention behind what he was yeah. trying to do to to fucking scold scold him on him. But yeah, who knows? It's a but, new year. Let's give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? But I will say what I did like about that tribute show. There was a lot of people showing love, expressing how Absolutely, they felt, showing yeah, a lot man. of uh, stories. You know, things we didn't know, like. You know, finding out that, you know, Alex uh, Reynolds and John Silver were helped to get long-term deals uh, because Brody convinced yeah. Cody after their tag match with, with him and Cardona. And uh, even, like, little stuff that, uh, that's that been kind of coming out via social media, which I thought was really cool. Like, um, you know, a lot of people have said how Brody took a lot of uh, – took a, a, a big approach in, in helping Anna Jay and, and her career. Yeah, I heard about that, and, too. Because uh, yeah. if you guys don't know this, she really just started wrestling on a, you know, pro level, like – I think just this year. Yeah. You know, so, but a lot of people have or said how, year, how he's yeah. just gravitated to her. And I thought it was really cool. Sonny Kiss came out and uh, he took a, uh, he posted a photo with him and Anna Jay with the quote that says, please take care of her. She's going to be a star one day. Don't let this business corrupt her. Ta-, you know, and then put, um, you know, from 
at the Brody Lee. Man, that's, uh, that's which, beautiful which, right there. Yeah, you know, yeah. which was I thought was really cool because you, you do hear about how much he uh, thought of Anna Jay, thought she was a future star. Um, but even just to go to someone and say, hey, like that, that in a new locker room and go, hey, do me a favor, promise me something, you know, and, make and sure I, you keep her on the, I, on I the right I bet he path, vetted it out. Know? I bet he vetted out who to say it to, too. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, again, we we heard the stuff about like the like the you know the the John Silver jacket mm-hmm. that he bought for him to help him exactly. look a little bit more professional, like mm-hmm. on, in, in the entrance. And you know, we we saw pictures that uh, Silver also posted of like a proposed like bit they were gonna do for BTE, where he was gonna have like his own, uh, I guess, silver sized uh, yeah. uh, like Brody Lee costume, gear, yeah. yeah. And I Which mean, I would have loved to see what they were going to do. With yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, of course, especially when you, you know, you say you saw him, uh, you know, you got the wrestle in it, which I, I didn't think that there'd be any doubt he would. Yeah, seriously. Um, it just made you want it like, oh, man, I really wanted to know what they were going to do with that. But uh, it was definitely a very emotional night. Um, yeah. I mean, another thing I heard, too, that I thought is interesting was uh, Dax Harwood. Yeah. Of, uh, the, of FTR. I almost want to say revival, but caught myself. Um, he had <laughs> revealed that, uh, Brody Lee wanted to debut in AW, uh, AEW with them in a faction. Yeah. That I read about kind of been like similar to the radicals. Yeah. Um, and I had said, uh, we had a group text with them and, uh, he said, quote, I want us to be the radicals, me cash and him. He wanted us to be the radicals. We had these big grandiose plans to come in together, which I thought was like, I mean, really, really interesting because you, you never really saw those three together right yeah, like, yeah and, to and, know and if there's the, any type of like uh chemistry tie-in yeah exactly synergy yeah. i mean besides maybe the perceived oh they're all southern guys but they're not well, well, all southern guys you know? i mean immediately when you think about those those three names those are the two acts that we have been trying to pretty much volley to get their 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 release from wwe before all the other releases yeah. came and that's the in, only so. thing that got in the way was that brody yeah. got his release and ftr wasn't released just yet you know, oh, so because uh, if you remember, Brody Lee was the yeah. exalted one. I think maybe two, three months before FTR Absol- actually yeah, came in. And, and, but yeah. uh, what I, another thing that would have been was, cool though. I'm, I'm not mad at the Dark Order thing. I mean, the, the, the decision to to book him with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I and, would think that it arguably gave them it, it helped wipe away a, a stench that they they you know they didn't really earn, but it was stuck on them for a while. Yeah, definitely, and 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 even to to keep on that point, um, I believe it was Dax who also posted on social media that they're actually changing the name of the Goodnight Express to the Big Rig with the blessing of both Amanda uh, and Tony Khan. You know, I they, think that was the only thing that that came. I, I don't want to say that I didn't like about because you know it's, it's, what's not to like about a tribute show? Right? Yeah, you know? of course, but. Uh, the Britt Baker thing where she was talking about this yeah. whole thing's a rig, she's a rig, he's a rig. It's just this whole one. thing is one big rig with a, like a wink. I was like, that was a long way to go just to but get he, that off. But at the same time, Jericho jumped ahead yeah, and he said did. it. Yeah, and he so did. he kind of killed it too. I don't know if it had legs on its own, but yeah, you know, I mean, it, 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 I mean, I think that was the only, but at the same time, like, I mean, we had talked about, I mean, you brought it up how WWE, you didn't expect WWE to do anything, a group people, you know, more than what six people at a time or ten people at a time? I mean, on the I ramp say that yeah, AW yeah, we, was able to do it, but uh, uh, but like Brian Myers, the former Kurt. Oh Hawkins yeah, he's had, been very vocal about yeah, this. Yeah, like, so yeah, like no, no ten bell salute, no video package, no uh, at least rolling footage of people just speaking about how they feel. Because if you look, uh, Xavier and Kofi actually had to kind of bully their way into speaking about it without even mentioning his name. Yeah, on Raw Talk, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, 
Um, and, they, and they were actually commended for saying yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, it wasn't like they were, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, ask for apology, you know, permission later, or, you know, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. how it goes, you know, how it is, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know, like I said, it seems like, um, there's just been again this huge outpouring, and I mean, it's been what almost a, a week now, um, yeah, and and it's you know, it's so sudden again, it was non COVID. Um, and a lot, and that's not enough for some people. A lot of people are kind of yeah, taking man. AEW to task Fucking, and uh, saying, well, Bruce why? Mitchell from the, yeah. the heat. I mean, he, Very much uh, so. he got heat from for it, torch. but he also got, yeah, he got released though. Yeah. Cause um, I mean, man. they, cause he feels like they're trying to protect themselves from but it's COVID, like, well, but it's what just do they have like, to benefit from and it? why would like, his wife don't. go, you know, and, and to add to that a little bit, I did see something that JR talked about on his podcast, um, where he said that he was told that it was a, uh, a basically being defined as a double lung failure. Um, and I got to highlight oh, neither AEW or the Huber or Hubber family has issued any official statement on the cause of death. Um, and I will say it's important to note Jim Ross has definitely he's recalling that this is what he was told, you know, so it might not be all accurate, but I believe the quote was. Um, Grain you know, a barbecue all, sauce, yeah. <laughs> uh, quote, all I know is he had a double lung failure. His lungs were so Man. bad that he could not qualify for a transplant. So after, as I heard the story, whether it's totally accurate or not, I don't know. But they, they took him off the machine to see if he can kick out himself. And that's about the only chance he had. Um, it obviously didn't work. And, you know, it's, you know, he goes on to say how sad it is as, you know, his no, impact I, I, had reached so many young people. Um, that's, but that's very upsetting to hear. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, I it know. sucks. I mean, I, I I mean, I know you talked about it earlier, but I don't know for some reason to hear it again. Like it's just, uh, yeah, it's 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 a sad thing because you heard that it he, is. It got it to is. a point where he couldn't complete his you know his workouts at home. And I know you were telling me he was on was it the Peloton? Yeah, he, he was doing the Peloton uh, workouts on the bike, and um, I think that's that's what first really tipped him off is because he he's always been able to finish and for you know some odd reason that day. Mm-hmm. He, you know, the the the, uh, the the otherwise happened. You know, the he he was feeling like he wasn't able to finish having uh, problems and issues breathing uh, before you know he was uh, admitted to a hospital. But yeah, man. <sighs> yeah, and, I mean, at least at least you know he didn't wait to figure it out. I mean, it's it's not like I mean, it's it's I wish better. Yeah, no, he outcome, was trying to be proactive, but, but yeah, yeah, absolutely, a guy who's not only. Uh, and I don't know the financial situation, but I would assume someone who's getting paid this much to wrestle is would be like, uh, you know, not breadwinner, but you know, key financial yeah, oh, the component household. of the yeah. household. This guy's a family man. He's definitely wanting to make sure everything's on an up and up. Especially this guy's getting up there in age. He's talked about it before, like being yeah. like kind of doubtful as far as like that window and you know him kind of being able to kick the window back open and shit yeah definitely uh, i mean because because that business will uh take a toll on you especially oh, yeah. when you're locked into these long contracts and you're just kind of sitting on 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 the sideline for a little bit and you might not yeah. even be injured you're just there you know but um we can't bring up the good about brody without bringing up the bad and i'm not gonna spend too much time on this but if you guys have not already heard it was reported that um, you know, which is disappointing, you know, as a fan. We talked a lot about uh, the fandom becoming more toxic last year, you know, with <laughs> yeah, all the man. circumstances going on in the real world, you know, and 
it's kind of sad that it didn't take that many days into the new year before that toxicity would show up again. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it has been reported that apparently not just Amanda, um, you know, the former or, or the, the widow of uh, Brody Lee and wife, but uh, Brody Lee Jr. as well, both were victims of, I guess, if you want to call it identity fraud, where someone basically registered a Twitter account for Brody Lee Jr. and his mother, um, oh you know, God. and... It's just really weird. I mean, as an update, it's disgusting. It yeah, really it, yeah, it's, it's it, it like, really come is. on, dude. Like, um, what do you like? Like, as if they're not grieving. It's one thing if they did it like while he was still here. Yeah, but it's like they're obviously grieving right now. So what? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, seriously, you know, because it's stuff like you know someone posting God as Brody damn, Lee's dude. calling, saying I love my mommy, and she's saying he's never called me mommy. This is really weird, really wrong, really gross, and. You know, and even AEW went out. They tweeted out. If there's and, ever... and that's his mom. Like, why would he not tell her? Right? Exactly. Like... Exactly. You know, but uh, AEW, they said they warned everyone too. you know, they said, hey, if there is ever an official slash real account for anyone associated with AEW, it would be promoted and followed by AEW. Beware of individuals pretending to be members of the Huber family. That I just sucks, thought that dude. was just really horrible. That's, that's hard. I mean, uh... I mean, I guess in the, in the same vein of of toxicity and fans, and this is all I'll say. I'll tell you the rest, off uh, off air. Mm-hmm. But there is somebody we know. Yes. Oh no. That, that we know. Yes. Oh. That uh, referred to uh, Brody Lee as a jobber, and was saying there's a lot, basically like the. <laughs> there's a certain way how they said it, but basically. The intent behind the words, base, you know, overall was like, you know, th- th- there's a lot of outpour for this guy who was basically a jobber, right? Jeez. Okay. Well, it's, hey, we'll see how many people show up to your uh, service, Doug. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, it's easy to say stuff like that no, when it, someone's yeah, in the ground no, and yeah. can't say anything back, you know? But. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, I I I, I would uh, assume I took them to task yeah. for, for it. You yeah. Know, uh, yeah. Oh, no, I can't wait to hear feel, that. You know what I mean? Sure. But. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, but you know, let's, let's get back on on track. Yeah, here I was gonna bring it up a little um, bit more. Um, there's one last thing I can say about Brody. Evil Uno talked about the future of Dark yes, Order, which yeah, I, I think a lot this. of people would like to hear. He was speaking to, uh Chris Jericho and talk is Jericho, and the quote goes, "Oh, uh, awesome. Okay, quote, cool. I don't think it's something impossible, um, especially with myself and Stu. Since in, in we terms were of what? Oh, in terms of Dark Order, continue. Okay, yeah. okay." Uh, he says, yeah, I don't think it's something impossible, especially with myself and Stu, since we were Dark Order since day one. We've been through many phases of Dark Order. We had to adjust even when storylines were changing or things not working. Lockdowns, border crossings, people getting put in the group while not knowing who they were. So I think we've always been good at adjusting. You have to, right? You have to show that you're multifaceted. This year has given us confidence in the sense of I think we can pull through this. What does Dark Order do from here? Genuinely, I wish I could tell you. I wish I knew. Today, right now, I don't even want want to think about what's coming up i'm mostly thinking about john i think the most obvious thing is we need to stay as a group in his honor this is kind of wild because our cult group thing was hey you join this group will make you better but now it feels like we have to become better wrestlers better people for john we now encapsulate his legacy in everything we do his name is going to be attached to us forever and anything from now on that is bad and is not a bad thing it's just uh just for us but also it's a bad thing to his legacy so i feel like we have to produce the best content we have the cult thing may not be the best approach next but maybe we're just a family there's a lot of ways we can go about this but i think everything is going to be under a magnifying glass because everything we do now has to be as good as what john was and i thought that was uh very important those are like strong Strong words. That's a monumental way of thinking, and I mean to be mm-hmm. honest, at the same time, big pressure. 
but I don't think it's unjust. I don't think it's impossible. I think it's uh, absolutely something they can use as a rocket. Yeah, I you think know? so too. Um, Not to be macabre, macabre about it because a lot of people like to go back and forth how to pronounce that because it's english not french but the french is you know yeah but uh yeah i I hear you it's like not to rush it but it would be a shame for the dark order's presence to just kind of dissipate yeah yeah one thing i you know i know uh i don't know how many people who listen to this show and pay attention to the product also uh watch you know being the elite or bte on youtube but you know there was something interesting uh you know it comes out every monday um, this episode covered the tribute show as well as, uh, yeah, they actually shot a few bits and one of them was, uh, you know, the dark order were kind of sitting around and then yeah. hangman pulled up a chair and was sitting, you know, sitting with him. Yeah. I like that a lot. You know, um, I don't know what that was about. If that was just, you know, something that they filmed or, you know, that, that could be an indication of something, you know, in the future. I know, you know, again, no rush, but when I, I saw Eric, uh, Rowan, mm-hmm. I immediately was like, well, you look here, you know, I'm not here to freaking book immediately post, you know, yeah. a, a posthumous fucking storyline here. You yeah, know what no, I mean? I but it's you. like, if anyone would be as close to, to Brody, that could possibly, you know. It and was it makes more, sense. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was a definitely a possibility in the back of my mind. But again, no rush here. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. But ex- even though excited seems like the wrong word to use, it's because they, they, they turned me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they made it believers um, about a lot of people. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, too, because they got a lot more votes than I thought we we're going to get for Faction of the Year. Um, you know, Yeah, with, I had a lot of people. I had, you know, some people in the same vein of the toxicity, like, oh, is this just because Rhodey? I'm like, no, not at all. No, because they like they this, put this, out the best content of BTE all year. I mean, I the, mean, the most. I mean, yeah, I mean, they had the private. I mean, if I had to do, if I had a court category of like the the turnaround of the year, it'd probably be them. Yeah, I will say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and but yeah, I, I'll just shoehorn this last bit of AEW news, and then we'll turn over to uh, WWE because yeah, a few we actually got we some it. WWE stuff. Yeah, this, check this, that out. Yeah, hey guys, fun. guess what? I watched Raw on SmackDown this week. Hey, you know what? <laughs> oh, I did as well. New I, year, I new me. I just don't tell you guys. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? New Year to me, I'm not embarrassed to be myself. Yeah, there you go. Hey, no one's telling you to. <laughs> Come on, man. It's your show, baby. But uh, last bit of news, uh, some contract stuff at, uh, regarding Rio. I know we've kind of talked on and off the show about where she's been. And obviously, she wasn't able to work with AEW uh, this year since the pandemic started. Um, and, you know, obviously, because COVID, and it kind of just swept, you know, the globe in different ways. So she was able, though, to stay home and uh, she was allowed to work stardom events but uh, by AEW. But there was a catch that she would not be able to lose. Um, but oh, mm-hmm. so basically the the Jungle Boy contract exactly. for, for rival, for rival yeah, pro, yeah. exactly. Because <laughs> uh, and it will say she is done with Stardom. Um, Why would but, it matter? She she dropped the belt, like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, so I guess Stardom wanted to sign her at the end when they were, Ooh. and and of course she can yeah. do this. She's already signed with AW. And yeah. uh, Wrestling Observer noted uh, uh, that was Rio's last show with the promotion. The issues were that AW was allowing her to work on the shows but not authorizing her to lose. Stardom also wanted to sign her. Exclusively, which she couldn't do because of her AW contract. Uh, it started, well, I guess, with using Rio on the shows, but she was appearing very early in the matches because they couldn't put her in any key programs, basically, because of the losing issues. And it's just being said, it's unclear when Rio will return, but the decision was made by Stardom that they wouldn't highlight her as much because she was going to return to AEW. And so. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I did hear it was like an exclusivity type of issue with uh, Stardom as they didn't want to. And they're like, so what? That's America. 
Yeah, it's just weird because it's like when you think about it too, you don't want to feature her too much because then people start catching on. And they're like, oh, she well, she she's just gonna win. Yeah, because she doesn't ever lose. Like, Definitely. So you want to put some yen on it? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, I will say too. Speaking of Japan, uh, just to shoehorn this in, John Moxley did appear uh, in some form. at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, not at Wrestle Kingdom, but his no, they played it yeah, at Wrestle yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, his <laughs> promo. He was at the LA Dojo actually for New yeah. Japan. Uh, we we actually got uh, one of our you know heavyweight champs, undisputed Quest. champs, like you know Adrian Quest, young Fuego, Quest for the gold. You know what I mean? Uh, check him out if you guys don't already know. Uh, but yeah, now he came back. He came Promoted. out, hit a uh, promo right before the uh, Kojima versus Kenta match. Uh, yeah, you know, that was for man. the briefcase. Uh, it basically said I'm the boogeyman. You know, even though I haven't been here, I've been watching. Uh, it basically says I'm calling out the winner of that, which would be Kenta, and uh, he's already responded on Twitter uh, with. A picture of him to Sweden holding the uh, IWGP US Heavyweight Challenger briefcase, and it just says, "Hey, John." I'm sorry, it's been like soon. It's a, it's been what a year and some change, and it's still weird to me. It's still. Yeah, they's in it, Bullet Club throwing it, up the two sweet. It's, it's still Twilight Zone esque for me type shit. Yes, that he, that he's holding the like yeah he's throwing up the two sweet and he's like it's ah oh, man it's crazy. Yes, sir. You gotta love wrestling, man. Uh, another oddball we got uh, just announced: Sammy Callahan. Well, Callahan. Well, well, well hurry up, man. Resigns of Impact Wrestling. Two years. Uh, he tweeted today marks what would have been uh, where I would have been a free agent. Just resigned with Impact. Two years for big money. I got other offers, but I don't give a damn. This is my company i made this company i will be champion again in 2021 i mean how many shoehorns you got over that's there, about buddy? it well everything else is how that, many pairs of shoes you got how many pairs well everything else is wwe man yeah um, i'm just fucking with we you. heard i mean uh I, I mean we do wish well wishes to the man mick foley uh i know he announced yeah that uh he's been quarantining yeah in a um, hotel room had to miss Christmas and New Year's with his family, and you know, you, yeah, man, Mister. Cri- I mean, that's Santa. That's Mister. Santa Claus right there. Like, you mm-hmm. know, for him to have to, uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy about that. But I mean, better safe than sorry. Absolutely, yeah, he especially he, shit. He honestly, I'm sorry. I just got to say, if I was McFarland, I'd be pissed. Like. Oh, all this other shit I put my body through didn't get me, but the fucking yeah. COVID got me. And that's because it was a virtual meeting uh, read, so I don't really understand how that happened. Someone um, sent him a virus. But he said he is experiencing symptoms. A tweet said- It had to be some somebody- I'm thinking that was on site, maybe. Yeah. Because it says, I tested positive for COVID following a December virtual signing and have been wonder, isolating in a hotel room for the past 18 days, which wonder is how many, more than two two weeks, if you I think wonder, about it. I wonder how many testing or how many, how many tests that he, he actually went through. Yeah, seriously. Because I, I've been hearing, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be yeah, political here. I, I just heard different stories from not only people that I don't know, from, but from also people that I do know. Who, well, who think of a guy too, like so. Elon Musk and how much money he's got. He, yeah. You would think he'd get the best test yeah. in the country. He's, His he, test, he, he did one nostril, said no, the other one said yes. You know what I mean? So it's like how how really can you know? But he does he does tell people uh, he urges everyone to take the virus seriously, mask up, social distance. Oh yeah, et absolutely. Well, uh, wishing everyone a healthy new year. Thought I had to bring that up because I know Spe- Mick speaking Foley, of, that's uh, your boy. Speaking of ma- uh, masking up and staying healthy in the new year, um, WWE decided to bring out the legends. <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's get to the legends. <laughs> Which I mean, look, dude, I don't I don't wish nothing bad health wise to any of these uh, men or women, but come on, man. Like on. I mean, we we were we we kind of harped off about it with, with the the amount of people they had, you know, freaking walking to the ring for the Undertaker's Survivor Series tribute. Yep. Uh, they didn't use. I mean, there was many that were uh, announced. I don't think they used. I think it was like what twenty five, twenty six names that they announced for this. 
Yeah, something um, like that. And a few I think questionable, two of them, a few uh, questionable as far as the 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 definition of legend. legend yeah. Um, uh, Fox. One one who was just active earlier this year, but then now she's a legend, Mickey James. Mickey James, yeah. Um, and she's pretty mad too because I guess WWE on Fox, yeah, they, they posted, t- put up a, like a grade or something. And she got a she got an F. A grade for what? For like just like they were handing out letter grades to the talents on the roster, and I think the only ones that got A pluses were Sasha and Roman, and I think the S were like Mickey and like two other. I think Mojo Raleigh and another person that's not really on TV. That wait, much. is Mickey on supposed to be on SmackDown? Apparently, she's on Smack. She got silently moved to SmackDown. Whoa! Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, I feel like if you're a legend, then you shouldn't be active, then, right? Yeah, but that was but early then this Goldberg year. comes out, but that's a whole other kind of part <laughs> of the conversation. Yeah. So. We'll get to that, but um, I did watch Raw. It wasn't as unbearable as they've made these things in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind uh, Teddy Long, even though I, I I audibly said this out loud. I, I was I was like, oh, for for real, you oh for real, man, for real, for real. Wow, y'all ain't gonna give him a holla holla holla. How you gonna front on this holla holla yeah. holla? That's whack. I got into the fact that he was but still I popped there. on the Undertaker. He danced for like almost a whole minute. I'm like, we couldn't get one holla holla. No, man. But I did. As soon as the music hit, I no, was the like, Undertaker I thing was, like, oh, was funny. Oh, um, okay, Teddy, right off the bat. I mean, I, I mean, the whole segment Mac with the, yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah. No, it, it was. I mean. We're never, we're never not going to pop for Teddy, right? I yeah. Mean, you know, so that that was cool. To, I mean, I didn't understand the the H phone Hulk Hogan thing. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, I mean, but literally at the same time, said, it was like, yeah, let's get him out the way. Let's. That, yeah. That's what it seemed. Literally, like. people were like, and Hogan, I guess, uh, was telling people to tout about Legends Night. <laughs> like people were just guess, like, we don't man. know what he was doing. But what I I got to bring this up, boy. I had to bring this up. I will say this: the Hogan segment with Drew. Not bad. I, I thought that was kind of cool for that segment where they hooked up. But Hulk Hogan, have you heard the tweet, my dude? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, Well, I, the only thing I've heard lately is that he has been singing the praises of Matt Riddle as, like, the next big thing. Oh, no. That's I, the only I, thing I I've wish, heard lately. I wish it was that positive. It's, it's more naive. Uh, Hulk Hogan tweeted about how – some of the quote younger guys were cold to me in the locker room, of course, my and led to saying, "I mean, it's almost like they think I'm back here to take a spot again. I'm not here to steal the main event, guys. Okay. I can't even uh, go. Wait, wait, wait." And that's what he wrote, right? So Big Swole, aka Swolenko, <laughs> aka Swolenko, which yes. I love, yes, wrote simply, "Nah, I don't think that's it, Terry." <laughs> <laughs> I fell uh, out, bro. I fell out when I was I, I, I love you. Man. No, no, and like, responded to the tweet and everything. You know what I mean? Because what's funny about that is uh, when I heard about him, you know, I'll use your word again, touting the uh, <laughs> the, the ever-rising potential and on-the-rise, uh, you know, star power that is Matt Riddle now. You know, I, I'm not quoting him. You know, I'm yeah. just making light of, you know, what he's saying. And I'm not saying that's not in his cards either. But, I mean, for it to come from Hulk Hogan, it's both good and bad. But... Mm-hmm. I digress, but when when that that story came out, it was saying, uh, "Is this how he really feels, or is he saying this just because he's in an interview, so now more people can interview him about what he just said and get more press?" Yeah, you know what I mean. It's almost Hulk like Hogan our, said this. Hulk, you know, he's kind of piggybacking on. Yeah, you're kind of strapping yourself to the Matt Riddle rocket. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> low key, it's like it's, it, he's kind of he, he's kind of taking his like you know, freaking just riding his wave, low key, you know. Yeah. And, you know, that, so that's what it was saying. Like, oh, you know, sometimes you might just say stuff to stay in the news and uh, stay relevant. I'm like, 
of course he's over here saying, "Oh, you think I'm gonna I'm gonna take a spot?" And then why? So everyone's gonna be like, "Hulk Hogan says that he, that the locker room is scared that he'll take their spot and that uh, he's he's mm-hmm. uh, nowhere near ready to go for for another match." Uh, dot 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 or whatever. You know what I mean? But then you know, Big Spoil had to come and blow a big that ass battleship. <laughs> that, that's why I love Word, it. Man. Yeah. Uh, you did see, uh, you did bring up Matt Riddle. Uh, he just re-signed a new deal with WWE. I gotta say, Fightful Select had just put out how quote at least half a dozen talents are either shuffling their feet or straight out declining new contract offers from WWE. Uh, a lot of people are saying some of them are opting to wait till the pandemic slows down so they could kind of like weigh their options. Um, some people are saying that several new contracts uh, just were lowballed and disappointing compared to those they were given, you know, like a year ago when they're trying to stop you from coming from AEW, but it's also being reported and confirmed that yeah, but a they're year no ago, longer there was live shows that were exactly. out guaranteed contract. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. about who's being like, it's sure money now. So they like, ain't making no money on the shows. Exactly. So the confirmation was the main reason is they are not in talent hoarding season no more as they were with the UK talents before that. And, you know, obviously when AEW was literally a uh, something that was going to be finalized or realized and, and it wasn't just a Which rumor, is a good thing, wasn't though. just a t-shirt company, you know. They, they, they can actually focus on pushing the people they got instead of worrying about who they don't have. Yeah. And, but, and, 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 and who they don't want someone who – who they don't want to lose out somebody else to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it does seem that that's not a factor anymore. Is even with NXT, you know, their main Wednesday Night War, you know, horse that they got in the race, they're offering shorter deals too because now it's uh, the mindset is if you're not being used, we don't, we can't have you on the payroll. So I thought that was pretty interesting to bring into the show. Mm. Well, sure. you know, I do have some Mad Riddle news uh, additionally, um, but also, you know, we were talking about. The uh, Legends Night. There was. Yeah. Uh, I had a quote here from uh, Mustafa Lee. Oh, I got, nice. I gotta, uh, you know, I gotta pronounce it right, bro. So kick my butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to go face to face with Mace. Um, and uh, and especially not no slapjack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he said that quote: "Guys like Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, myself, uh, all of Retribution, not on the show. Why? Mm-hmm. Because we need to hear what you're gonna do, brother. Again for the seven million mm-hmm. time." Why don't you this. give us a chance? But no, no, no. Let's give three hours to people who need, and he goes, dot, dot, dot. They could barely walk. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, too, because- um, but, but, but I did see Tori Wilson skipping some heels. So uh, cool. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll bring up Tori in a second, too, with that, because I think what she named dropped Cardi B, and Cardi B got tagged, apparently. Yeah. And there was and, you know, uh, she a little was splash like, of pop culture. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, t- I guess Cardi responded to whoever tagged her and said, oh, this is not how my WWE debut was supposed to uh, go. You're like, Vince, what are we doing? You know, just kind of being funny. And I guess Lacey saw this on Twitter and wrote, quote, careful what you wish for, you nasty. We ain't Nicki Minaj. <laughs> You'll at an her. And says you'll get sent home with more than a busted eye with like fingernail polish emoji, red heel emoji, and Cardi just was Cardi because like I think I told we're you we're gonna this, send like, you yeah. home with a pedicure and some new heels. <laughs> well, she was like, uh, a white woman can't ever put fear on me, sweetie. <laughs> you got me fucked up. And that's when WWE's like, oh, we can't work with her. Man. She's a loose cannon. <laughs> so I was showing love to WWE the whole night. I don't know where the fuck you came from with your unnecessary and bullshit, then, no, which no, it was no. like total, you know, that that was clearly I total. I can see uh, Vince like, Cardi in her, in her no. element. 
But most of our women's <laughs> division is white women. <laughs> right. What are we supposed to do well, with that? How, how are we supposed to sell this? That ain't good shit. But uh, Lacey was a good, uh, she was a good sport. She posted this she, whole interaction. She couldn't afford to be anything and, else. And, right. And she said, no, you know, she got it wrong. I was just giving you a friendly heads up. But if you, if, if and when you want to come to WWE, keep me in mind. And he says, I'll kick your ass while your music's playing. Good sport. Hashtag pull up. Okay. Nasty. Good sport. Motorsport. Whatever. Yeah. All that. So. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as the Matt Riddle stuff, mm-hmm. um, this actually involves an AEW uh, icon, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Matthew Harte. Oh, okay. Mateo, if you will. Yes. Um, entertain me as I uh, regale you with this tale. Uh, he says, quote, Vince McMahon, and this is a, a I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If they've only kind of teased this angle with Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle, this pairing, so to speak, maybe about two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, so I think he's getting a little bit too overboard on this, or maybe he's just a little bit neurotic. This I don't is know. Matt. This is Matt. Okay, not Riddle. Matt Hardy. This is Matt Hardy, and this okay. is what he has to say about that pairing between okay. Matt, Matt, Matt Riddle, Riddle and, and his, his brother. brother. Yeah. Okay. Vince McMahon is so obsessed with the greatness and the popularity and the, and the success of the Hardy Boys that he's created the Hardy Bros, and he's put together another guy named Matt with my brother Jeff to try and recreate the magic that we once had. He's trying to confuse the marketplace because he so wishes he still had the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Bros with Jeff and Mad Riddle, that's not going to work. You would have had a better chance with a fake Razor Ramon and Ooh. fake Diesel. Whoa, he, he really shooting. Yeah. Okay, damn. See, that's why I was like, is this the truth? Is the truth, Matt? You know, because oh, you know, he's yeah. been he's been selling, you know, you guys could be the second greatest tag team ever. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. He, he sure snuck that in there, didn't yeah. he? Oh, man. He, hey, yeah. hey, can we talk for a little bit? Hey, yo, 30, 30%? 30%, man. <laughs> uh, y'all got to ca- catch BTE, man. Please do. A couple insiders oh, yeah. there. But, yeah, that, that's uh, those, those are the only two little bit of news I have. Yeah, but I, I, was, I, 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 was I know we, we had... There was something you wanted to say. Yeah, I was just going, yeah, that he wasn't the only one shooting. And that's probably what I was going to end on was Booker T. Yeah, man. Uh, Oh, is this the thing you you said you wanted to get my general? Okay. Yeah. So, Oh, no, 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 no. That was Big Swole. Oh, okay. I'm so glad. I thought that was hilarious. But Booker T, um, this is a Bleacher Report. He says, quote, I was the one who came up with the bookend. I didn't call it the bookend. And then The Rock stole it, just like The Rock stole a bunch of my catchphrases was the actual quote i got this sent to me with the caption of course tell me he didn't just say that um <laughs> I, you know shots to john smith this is what i responded with and i would love to hear your response because it just kind of sounded weird um i said i don't believe this whatsoever i was watching both shows at the time i remember booker using the axe kick always as his finish until like a month into the wars when he debuted the book in which really started as like a choke slam version of the rock bottom well, well not to mention that like the book and he you like he falls forward on his knees. Yeah, the rock I, just lands I, I all go, the way. I, I, exactly. I, mean? I go right into that. I was telling yeah, him how the technique is uh, a little different. The term rock bottom was definitely coined first in NWE. Yes. I don't know about stealing catchphrases because Rock admits he stole Rudy Pooh and Jabroni from Iron Sheik and laid the smackdown from Dr. Dre. Like that that's just a fact. Um I even go and say I've down. never heard the rock ask if any smackdown. And we don't stop. No. Just like a tuck, how a tick and not tuck. Sorry. Sorry. I'm on beach. I even added, uh, I've never heard The Rock personally. If you can ask, you could ask this too. I've never heard him call someone sucker. Never nope. ha- heard him ask anyone I mean, if they I, can dig it. I, I think he like, did it when he was making fun of Burger T, like cutting a promo on him. If yeah. Had, like, you know when, what I mean? Exactly. But, and I even, I mean, just to your point, I said he, Booker executes it dropping down to his knees while Rock lands on his stomach, which provides a more flashier uh, delivery. 
You know what I mean? Because it always seemed like the book end, like, I feel like the best one he did, which wasn't really a book end, was through Austin, too Austin through a table in his debut, right? But it was really like a boss man slam. That, no, really. that, that, that was a, that was like a blue, th- a standing blue thunderpin or bomb. Something, yeah, like, you know, uh, almost. I mean, yeah. the, the other thing is, you would think that it would be DDP that would be like, yeah, he stole the the People's Champ thing. Like, yeah, not Booker yeah, T. Yeah, that, that's like, way more yeah plausible, right? Like, I would I, think so because and and that's crazy. Like, yeah. So he asked me why would Booker be so salty, and honestly, I just came down to like, you know what, man? He was the last WCW champ when he came in. Triple H did a lot to blockade him. You know what I mean? And kind of yeah, like true. hinder how far he can go. Because if you think yeah. about it, last WCW champion, that definitely gives you kind of instant leg up on Triple H. But as Triple H, I'm the thinking the company that I that 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 didn't do shit with me and I that, that dropped me and there was a lot of guys back then that were still scorned by that company even though they those guys coming over do not represent the brass that were in charge of all that shit no like, not 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 at all it's just crazy like and i get the brand loyalty but to a fault but people were taking things like ugh, i don't a little know too, yeah because yeah. i even look at it like triple h's mindset i mean yeah nation domination and dx days is already competing against the rock and if we're gonna be more general about it a charismatic guy of color you know what I mean? Yeah. Rock, let's be honest, went to the promised land before Triple H did, and Triple H had to pay some dues with the curtain call and all that stuff. Yeah, that absolutely. kind of snagged him back. But, but he also had, he was like, you know, he was still had his hand on the dial trying to figure out exactly who, who he, was he was exactly as a character. So, but I yeah. could also see when the merger uh, started, you know, and they brought in Booker that he was like, I can't be in another like shadow of a charismatic guy. Like, I'm already I could see up that. against the Rock. So I feel yeah. like in the end, Booker's kind of like, I think he's like indirectly mad at The Rock for causing like for for The Rock and Triple H's personal feud to kind of cause Booker's career in WWE to be like collateral damage. Like that's the only thing I could really get to. I I can see that being a definite possibility, especially again when you. uh, I don't want to fucking book end it (laughs) with the fact. Hold on, hold on. Book end when you book ended with the fact that it's a guy coming over from WCW. Exactly. So he's definitely not going to take a back seat from a WCW yeah. guy. You Although know I mean? Triple H is from WCW. No, no, but what I'm saying yeah. is he can hide behind that when exactly. we know it's yeah. really the charismatic uh, person of color thing. Yeah, I mean. I, I, <laughs> Which, again, that, that's just our opinion, but, I mean, the, the proof is in the pudding, obviously. Yeah. We, he Last time he was up against one, he uh, got smoked and left up. I mean, I don't want to say he got smoked, but, again, without the help of DX, he yeah. probably wouldn't have you know kept up as much yeah for sure and, um, and i will say this about booker t i enjoy booker t i still think he's a uh a a a big icon for you know in wrestling in general uh, for fans for fans of color you know I, even when i met him he was a very kind person you know uh when i did a meet and greet but it's just kind of yeah i mean i i get it but it just seems weird that now you're gonna go yeah the rock stole that like he stole all my other shit <laughs> You know what Jesus. I mean? It's just like yeah, it's just I mean, it's like, it's, did, he, did, did he take your life? Were you supposed to be a, a movie star? Bro? It's almost like, like the whole DDP suing Jay Z thing for the diamond cutter because it's just like, yo, like we noticed, but it's better if the a more popular person doesn't say nothing about it. Yeah, like 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 when WWE tried to fucking use the they had an agreement with the World Wildlife of of uh, oh, Foundation yeah. and then mm-hmm. they went and tried to get. A little snippy about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like because they said they wouldn't refer, like they they can use the letters, but they don't refer to themselves as WWF 
actually on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like they called their bluff. Same with like freaking like like that's like if the rock would have said well the and, rock and bottom you're sour about it. Like like if the rock would have called out the rock bottom versus the bookend, the bookend would be dead in the water. Yeah. Versus Booker T bringing it up now. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Jay Z brought up, no, I made the diamond more famous than DDP. Yeah. It'd be a dead issue as well. You know what I mean? So it's just, it, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's better off not saying, not even drawing the comparisons. Yeah. Cause it seems vocally. like how, how like, many nights has this kept you up? Like, you know, in the yeah. sense, like if you're saying it now, especially what was the, the question? Well, I mean, I, well, what's I don't even know. the question I, I got to get the full, I'm going to get the full yeah, quote I, to the next episode. But you know what? Speaking sure. of uh, WCW guys, possibly bitter, possibly, you know, at one time icons in the industry. Mm hmm. We got Cringeberg, Goldberg. Uh, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I don't know. They edited a, a lot of whatever the hell was being said on his promo. Oh, um, did they? I mean, watching it, you could tell there was major cuts, uh, oh, camera okay. cuts. Um, yeah, I he mean, just seemed like a delusional old man. Look, look, again, I didn't mind the little bit of the legend stuff they sprinkled throughout the night. It didn't overpower or overtake the, wow. the, the limelight or, or the focus away from the current guys. They had, one. They, they had a quite a few bullshit matches that didn't yeah, really, yeah, you true. know what I mean? But, uh, you know, again, I was mainly watching the Legends Night just to see Carlito. And he and he didn't make it. I was about to say he didn't even show up. Yeah, uh, that's Keith, Keith Lee and, and, and Drew. Drew. Yeah, and uh, they had a tremendous match. Yeah, One very, the, very I mean, much. And, you know, I love when WWE sets the bar early in the in the year. You know. Yeah, but then they um, sully did with that shit. And that's what I was about I to say. I was like, and then you know, you got Drew about to grab the mic, and I understand that they were kind of like, uh, you know. They had to rewrite some stuff because not everybody was able to make yeah, it. Yeah, Carlito and Candice Michelle, I guess they had oh, travel restrictions cut them loss. off from making their flight. Well, a lot of people really, really, really wanted to see Carlito. He's one of those no, guys. No, Carlito, yeah, because he's always uh, like advertised rumored, something. Yeah, exactly. But like never confirmed. He's He even said one day, he's like, dude, I'm not even on their alumni page. You're not going to bring me back. Honestly, I would have loved to see some sort of interaction between him and Angel Garza in the back while he's kind of all at a girl cool. and he spits an apple in his face. You know what I mean? That could have been dope. I, I, but, I, oh, or like him versus Elias. He could have spit an yeah, apple easy. in Elias's face, yeah, or, or Jackson Riker or something. Oh, that was tight too. I will say that was that little segment between AJ and Elias. It didn't make sense yeah. that heel versus heel dynamic, but we'll I get mean, to that it, too. it didn't make sense that they ran back that match for yeah. no reason at all, besides at all. just running it back. But and just to give Amos, yeah, I guess, or Omos, Omos, I guess. yeah, yes. that cool because <laughs> that was joke. that was really cool. The but way Omos, you don't want no Moss. So <laughs> Is that like, what he says? That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we're talking. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught it when uh, Riker tried to. Uh, Save his buddy. I mean, I, he took the L already. You well, know, I with mean, the Styles I, I clash, gonna, which I haven't seen in a while. But well, I mean, I was. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. Not even, I was. I was more talking about but just trying to get your opinion guitar, on, on on the Goldberg thing. It's like, oh yeah, we so going back. so we got the gold. We, we're getting Goldberg versus Drew at Royal Rumble. Like what yeah, the fuck? Like, no one cares. No one cares. No one wants it. Like I could have swore that we were going this way with Roman again. No one wanted that either. Yeah. But, well, people are saying like, okay, well, if this is how we get rid of Goldberg. To not have him versus Roman at WrestleMania, let's just have Drew but, run him over. But at Rumble, I don't, I don't want like a five minute match with that, Drew McIntyre. That's what's my thing. It's just like every time they bring Goldberg back around this time, he wins. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Yep, the Fiend. Yeah, I mean the only time he didn't win is when Strowman finally beat him. And I believe I saw someone post. Uh, so there's two videos. Uh, one with just the match, full match of Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre on YouTube, and one with the full match and the part at the end with Goldberg. I think one is 1.4 million views. The other one's 1.6 million views. To prove the point, they don't need Goldberg's ass up in the mix. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't they need had an extra 200,000. So I don't know. But not because Goldberg. Okay, was Goldberg 
advertised? No. No, he wasn't. You know oh, what I'm saying? I, I, think, I think he may have been listed if you would have done the re- the actual, like, mm. quote-unquote, five minutes of work but to go do the research for it. But most people wrote it off thinking, okay, we get it. You need ratings. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone said, <sighs> I mean, I'm well, tuning that, in that to was, see Goldberg. That, I was going to say that. Yeah, that was evident with the fact that they uh, the announcement of the Legends Night that just yeah. shows that they're still leaning on uh, on the, pa- the past to yeah, hold the door open for the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but overall... There's other people. I mean, it didn't have to be Randy, but we could have had, uh, I don't know, AJ again since he got screwed with the, the cash-in TLC thing. I yeah, mean, seriously. that would have made sense or to just, have AJ. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing AJ versus Drew straight up one-on-one in the singles. Or it could have just you could Rumble. Have, that would have been nice. It could be. or you, Yeah, that would have been nice. Or I think he already announced he's in the Royal Rumble. You could have just uh, uh, made it official. Like, you don't give Miz the briefcase back, but you give him the caveat of either you lose it or you get a rematch but it's at the Royal Rumble and it's straight up and it's not it's it's ahead of time and you know I mean it's not like the same circumstances as you would get 24/7 with with the briefcase you know what I'm saying like it's just I don't know I, I to me I feel like the briefcase give, given back to Miz means nothing unless they're going to make him champion and there's no yeah. reason to make him champion right now I mean uh, what are you going to do like freaking have him cash in on a Tired ass Drew McIntyre after he finally puts the nail in the coffin to Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, like that's I, I don't. I, I, see I, that. I just first of all the 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 promo was convoluted. Uh, like once someone said, uh, I think Goldberg is confusing Randy Orton. Yeah, or Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. You know the guy that's been trash talking and threatening the legends all night. Yeah, like one guy's been threatening exactly putting hands on dudes, yeah, confronting like, dudes all night. One guy's been getting pats on the back. <laughs> and, fucking and, like, and good luck, oh uh, man! Which is like, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't, I don't care if you flex with Hogan. I hate Hogan too. Yeah, to me, that's <laughs> like, the only thing I think of. Is like he must have really hated seeing him with Hogan, and was like, this guy thinks he's better than me. It's just like WCW '99 all like, over it, it again. Because he he said at one point he's like, yeah, I heard what you said, but it's not what it's not what you meant. I'm like, yeah, which I thought was like, I'm like, you... what the fuck? Like, first of all, how are you gonna tell somebody what they meant? Yeah, when you're not them, like he I don't didn't know, realize he just... was being more Hogan in that moment than no. It sounded, <laughs> it, it looked like he didn't know he was being on. He was being recorded for live TV. Yeah, seriously, he was like, like he oh, was this just, is gonna make it. He's hmm. just gonna run through the lines and, yeah. but yeah, not it, fluff a love blub. What we say every single time, make it make sense. Make it make sense. That's just all we yeah. ask as the consumer. As oh, the you mean viewer, like, like when uh, when Ric Flair is talking to IRS in the hallway, and then Randy walks up, the man who. Burned IRS's shoot son alive on a pay per view just merely a month ago, if that. And he just walks away, does not want to confront the man who murdered his son live and turned him into ashes on pay per view. Hey, you forgot the fact that you also murdered the puppets, man. Any, y- yes, extended family. See what I'm saying? Just knocked out Abby. Yeah, I just thought it was weird that he just walked away like. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what is I expected. It, is, but it like, weirder, is it weirder to have to talk in full gear, not say a fucking word? Uh, it's it's <laughs> scratching the surface. It does scratch the surface. I, I was mean, like, oh, I, so he gave them a. Uh, is he here for like a squad? Like, well, Heath's not here no more. So who's dude, he? It, it was one of those things where 24/7 I twenty four seven. When it was Slaughter, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, and him, and I was like, soon as I, for some reason, because the fact that Tonka was there, not saying a word in full garbs, Slaughter was just that much more entertaining to me i have no yeah, idea why puke ah uh, maggot <laughs> like ah oh, man but you know what um yeah. that was raw it was i mean you know we, we don't usually cover raw but it was obviously you know the first 
Raw the new year, and there were yeah. some things, some moving pieces that we obviously were going to have to bring up, whether by news or whether by us just uh, discussing the the hot takes of the week. But um, we're yeah, going to take man. a quick break, and uh, we're going to get into the official 2020 Quincy Jones Show Year End Award winners. Yeah. But first, a message from our sponsors. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? It's Quincy Jones going with the Quincy Jones Show. And, man, once again, we're here to tell you guys about the fabulous people and products from Storyline Tees. They've already hit a thousand of them out of the park, but we got some brand new drops. And I love this, man, because, again, I know us on the show, we do a lot of wrestle rap, a lot of rap and wrestling. You know what I mean? We like to, you know, cross over our references, so to speak. So I definitely love this new collection as we have a few people being highlighted here. Eddie Guerrero. We also had Gorillas of Destiny, Orange Cassidy, the Death Triangle, and of course, Proud and Powerful. But what's great is each of these shirts are significant and unique in their own way as they are pretty much paying tribute to a classic rap album. Eddie Guerrero sitting on the lowrider tires from the game's documentary. We have Orange Cassidy chilling on the sidelines doing his own college dropout thing. And of course, we got Gorillas of Destiny Keeping it so fresh and so clean, doing a tribute for Outcast Man, and it gets it gets greater. It, 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 that's all they do, man. They, they all they do is great. Go ahead and follow them. Storyline underscore tease underscore LLC. I'm telling you, man, the, the collaboration between them and Dream Match Wrestling has been unstoppable. I love these guys. I love their product. I mean, I definitely wouldn't put it out there if it wasn't something I wore myself. You already saw the dope ass Brian Pillman shirt, among others. All I'm telling you to do is make sure you know what to put when you're writing that letter to Santa Claus and you're making that wish list. Check it twice and get these five dope-ass designs. Storyline tease. It's a new era in the merch game. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. Home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he And we are back. Yes. And it is time it, it for is. the Quincy Jones oh, Year End yeah. Awards. Oh, yeah, baby. 2020. It's your host, Quincy Jones. Go on the hip-hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar. <laughs> I think we did this last year, too. I, don't, I have I mean, a feeling we did something like so, this. I yeah. mean, the Price is Right music is always welcome here. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? We're, we're, just, we're just never going to. Oh, man. First and only time we were going to make reference to oh, it. But. Yes. Let's start off hot. I mean, yeah, you know, we did have a uh, we had, we had a sort of a uh, loose order of things, but you know what? I'm gonna go uh, keep in the vein of things, keep the continuity, make it make sense as we ask. Don't forget to tip your bartenders. Um, definitely. Right yeah, you in the back. Get yeah, get the guys. Get, sir. get that. Thanks for being here, Quincy. Man, everyone is responsible for their own tabs. All right, go ahead. Quincy, we love you. No. <laughs> uh, thank you. Tell that intern to hit himself with a big roll of papers. No. no okay. You gotta roll them up first. <laughs> that's, a big, that's a big roll. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just it's a start off hot. Yes, because uh, you know we did have uh, we managed between you myself and of course the magnanimous one Mark McFly, the third man, to uh, pretty much uh, grind these down to whether it was the top four, the top six, the top eight. 
depending on what uh, talent we had to work with under the uh, the circumstances mm-hmm. or category. But and we do got to repeat, we tried to incorporate as many promotions as we could, but we self admittedly said impact. And, and we will not be swayed by public opinion. Yeah. Okay? We can only comment on what we've watched, covered ourselves, yes. or witnessed in person. That is this list. And we wanted to keep it, yeah, honest. And, and you know, we, we and they I'm didn't not going to pretend a, I know every, the record for Russell King. And, and, I, and I tune in. For the, I'm yeah. that guy. Yes. The guy you hate that doesn't watch regular season football will, will, will sure as hell will, will, will storm and crash that Super Bowl party for the snack. That's me. Yeah. Okay? That's me. Mm-hmm. That's me with Russell King. I'm sorry. It. I'm That self-admittedly. If I yeah, we always you know, watch Russell Keenum like a week late, and, and I know you're gonna say how late it's on. You're yeah. gonna say you could just pay for New Japan World. I could, but when would I watch it? Yeah, I, I I'm barely fitting it I in. I just realized I, I still now, pay man. for it. Now I think about it. So. I mean, but 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 we you didn't watch but, it. Yeah, but you what, know what we're mean? saying so. is, you know, this year, this last year was a weird one. Um, you know, in terms of presenting ups content, and ups and downs, travel bans, restrictions, etc. Um. I, th- I think it was, it was just hard to stay consistent on those two specific uh, other promotions. They did some of them. I yeah. think got some mention. I think Deanna Perrazzo was was nominated. In yeah, yeah. We and, we, and we had stuff a, like that. We but, had a few uh, people here and there that, that yeah. got some shine, but, but just I mean, had to remind them. You know, yeah, we're looking I mean, at WWE, AEW, NXT for the majority of these categories a- here. Absolutely, and uh, also worth noting, a lot of some of these people that probably made the list last year aren't here because they're not working for anybody. They got to yeah. go, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Or uh, because there's also the the inclusion of AEW, we yep. had to separate some categories by a, a promotion or brand basis just yeah. to make it fair because it would be way too many choices. Like, we wouldn't – I mean, dude, like, the match yeah. of the year was just match of the year. We didn't do – Or, like, some of the noms were, like, would be sliding on the, on the, on the scale in terms of, like, it's mostly this promotion versus this promotion, but then you got to take into account AEW has been running as long as WWE and stuff like that. So, hey, yeah. Hey, Doc, a little decorum. Uh, we're going to call them nominations and not talk like we're talking to our friends with this noms business. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. This is a damn year-end award show. I'm sorry, ladies You're right. I should dress it up I'm, a bit. Yeah. I'm sorry. We got the tuxes on, and we're, we're trying to do things right. Come You're on. Right. No. Come on. Come right. First nominee. Thank you. I love this. I love that. More of that. This will be for the male wrestler of the year. And if you remember, the uh, nominees were Mox. Well, I guess I should. I, I, full names? Jonathan Moxley. John, Jonathan Good. John Moxley. Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton. You're going to get tired of that. I know it. Cody Rhodes. We uh-huh. can say it now. Yes. Finn Balor. Yes, <laughs> Finn Balor. And Kenny Omega. Mm. And uh, you know what? Let's make it interesting. Coming up second. Oh, runner-up. Runner-up. It was a tie, actually, for, uh, between Drew McIntyre or oh. Randy Orton. Wow. Yes. Uh, but the winner, by a landslide. The 2020 Male Wrestler of the Year is Jack. Maxley. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I, I can't. We should have the music I playing. I ain't Jenny. no dapper yapper. I can't. I can't do that. Oh, we can do that, man. I can't. No, don't do it. Okay. Listen, listen. But no, that's great. John Moxley, 2020 KJS Male Wrestler of the Year. And it's you know in what? the mail, John. I agree. It's in the mail. I agree. First priority mail going straight to Vegas. <laughs> we got you. Gotcha. We got you. But you know, it only makes sense to follow this up with the female wrestler of the year oh yeah the nominees 
If you please. We had Bailey, followed by Asuka. We had also the genius of the sky, Io Shirai, followed by Diana Perrazzo. Hey. Followed by Hikaru Shida. And then finally, Rhea Ripley. Did we have Oscar in there as well? We did. That was the second name I, I named. Oh, okay. I know why read I the a, teleprompter. I have Oscar down as D. That's weird. Oh, I'm sorry. I read it. Yeah, it was uh, mixed around here. Mixed decorum. <laughs> Live shows are are just a blast. <laughs> They're just just a breeze. They're just a peach, ain't they? Oh gosh. But you know what? Coming up second. Ooh, runner, runner up. Runner up. It would be the genius of the sky, Io Shirai. Wow. Io Shirai was number two. But number Second one place. was actually resounding. Okay. Bailey. Wow. Will take home the KJS Award for Female Wrestler of the Year. Wow. Yes. Bailey, come, come accept your award, please. That's cool. I don't know if we could play this, but no, no, we probably can't. <laughs> no, we got the clearance. Three seconds. All right, all right, oh, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we're Let's playing you off. Anything no, under thirty. No we're speeches. Great. No I speeches. Think, I think we should be cool. <laughs> I think we should be good. Yeah, man. Nice. Bailey, twenty twenty KJS Female Wrestler of the Year. Hey, Doc. Yes, sir. Uh, let me ask you a question. You ready? Mm. Are you ready to double it up? I am. Are you ready to double it up? Shown up. Double it up. Then uh, speaking of doubles, we got the Tag Team of the Year. And I must say, we are the best presenters for this category tonight because we are Quincy Jones Go, the world's greatest tag team. All I'm saying is it's uh, out on uh, every streaming device and, and platform. Uh, platform application that you can even manage to download yes. on any type of phone or, or cell phone or or, or or mobile phone or yeah you know I whatever mean, it's not definitely not available on H phone I don't know I don't know about whatever that, I don't that know is yes. what that is different but, uh, kind of coverage but let's get into these nominees I, I would think that you know with us not even being nominated it would uh, kind of make it a little bit harder to choose yeah, yeah. but uh, that's why we're presenters this year presenters yeah presenters. Because uh, we're already uh, in the Hall of Fame, huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> West Wing. Brother, but brother. Uh, yeah, now the nominees for the KJS 2020 yeah. Tag Team of the Year. My I dude. was actually surprised by uh, by some of the uh, the votes on this, but we uh, we did have uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Oh, okay. We had the Street Profits. That we did. We had uh, uh, Undisputed Era in the form of uh, Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish. Roddy Fish. But the Era is the Era. Them Era boys don't mm-hmm. miss. And uh, we're going to finish it off with FTR. And I'm going to let you know right now, the runner-up, we like these guys quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really say nothing else besides uh, Fear the Revelation will be the runner-ups on the tag wow. team category. Runner-up, yes. okay. As the team that stole their way to victory and, uh, you know, number one in your hearts, the Street Profits hey. have been crowned the Tag Team of the Year. Brother, brother. Uh, yeah. I feel like I got to swing with it. I always swing with it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, gentlemen, come get that. Get these trophies, man. They made them. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Hey, hey, you know, hey. interesting enough, we may have named a. Uh, uh, Yo, these red cups is flying down, fam. We, we, we may have named a, a return winner here later down the night. I mean, th- those are only the first three categories. We have 15 left. So yes. you never know who might be a. Including uh, an honorary first time award as oh, well. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. And uh, that may be the most important. And we will be talking about that towards the end of the night. Yes. 
Uh, but uh, moving on down, I don't know. You want to read some of these nominees? I don't know yeah, sure. The very next uh, award I believe we we're handing out here is the 2020 Breakout Star of the Year. Yeah, we had uh, actually eight uh, category yeah. or eight nominations, I, sh- I should say, for this category. Very tall bill, um, I would say. But yeah. it was kind of hard to, to narrow it down. Narrow it down, which is why we you know we say you know what? Let's make it a clean eight. Let's yeah. make it a clean eight. I, I, you know? I agree. Yeah, and I think it, with, with with good reason, man. And I'm, we're gonna go ahead and start these nominees. Very good names. Uh, first one, Keith Lee. Yeah. Darby Allen. Okay. Dakota Kai. All right. Shotzi Blackheart. I agree. MJF. He deserves it. Jay Uso, because he going to get it. He got the juice. Cedric Alexander the Great. I heard of him. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Damian Priest. Not a bad way to round out the nominees, I would say, for Breakout no. Star of the Year. No, not at all. Um, I mean... I will say that it was actually a four-way tie as far as who the runner-up, uh, really? taking the runner-up for this. Four-way tie. Let's uh, hear this. It, it was a four-way tie. Let me see if I could uh, – hold on. Oh, there it goes. Wrong wrong window. Sorry. Sorry. I see. We're still learning. We're still learning. Uh, the the it, Yes. Wait, three? Yeah, it is. Okay, I thought I thought there was a fourth. My apologies. Uh, we have Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Shotzi Blackheart. Okay, I, she would have got my vote. And MJF. Wow. Okay. That was the the the, the I guess the the runner up tie as as we're we're calling it so to speak. Gotcha. But I will say that the winner. Yes. Kind of well deserved. Uh, some people may have uh their you know they're they're gonna have their own you know. But well, we got breakout star of the year 2020. It shall be Mr. Darby Allen. It is what it is, my friend. Oh, yes. Bring the drums down. Accepting the award for best video. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nah, seriously. I would have, uh, if it wasn't Shotzi, I definitely would have voted Darby, but I couldn't vote. I, 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 I can't if, vote, If it guys. was me, I definitely would have voted for Keith, um, though people probably would have had, you know, taken up issue with probably the, the latter part of his, uh, his uh, you know, yeah, it, it, I, I know. What you I don't mean. want to when say he, career, made, but his build towards the yeah. end of the, the year. A lot of people think, he, like, once he changed the music and it kind of changed the presentation a bit, it felt like a bit of a reset button. So I feel like I get why people had a hard time giving him the uh, absolute edge. But Darby Allen, well deserved, I think so, man. But that uh, that'll bring us to the next category of the evening. Hey, can they hear me? You, you guys hear me in the back? I t- I said, tip your waiter, man. Anyway, we got the uh, 2020 MVP. Yeah. Of the year, her business. No. Oh, 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 that. Oh, MVP. Oh, different yeah, MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, ah, yeah, ah. Pete. Not that Pete, but M- yeah. Okay. Hey, Pete. You know, from yeah. <laughs> but we uh, first nominee we have Drew McIntyre. Word, word. Next nominee John Moxley. Heard about that guy as well. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Keith Lee. Kiefer's. Roman Reigns. Roma Long Long. And the Viper, Randy Orton. Is that good? Yeah, that was really. I'm good, working actually. on my. I'm working on my reel. You know, you should. <laughs> you know, I've been doing a little bit of announcing myself. Yes, you have, sir. You yes, know, I do a little things. But uh, would you like to hear the runner-up for this year's? I would. I MVP would. of the year. Is it a tie or it's a straight no, up? No, this is straight up. All right. No funny business. Uh, it is uh the one, the only, the chosen one, the the Scottish psychopath, if you will, if you mm. got to keep it current, baby. We talking about the current. 
WWE Champion Drew McIntyre hey. taking home the runner-up, but I'll tell you who's taking home the gold. Who's that? And this is uh, a guy we've already announced for the night. Oh. This man will be known as the MVP of 2020, Mr. John Moxley. It is what it is. It's coming back. It's coming back. Oh, my God. No, he's, is, is that, that can't be. That's, that should be good to bring home to uh, the baby on the way, am I you know, right? I, honestly, like, I always think about the other day when I, I was watching uh, when Double or Nothing, when he when he debuted, mm-hmm. and then Jim Ross was like, hey! Yeah. Hey, what the hell? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just like, I thought, I thought he was about to get go off. Get off my lawn! <laughs> get, <laughs> that's, get! That is funny, you man. You better get! Man, congratulations, uh, John Moxley. That's two down. He's on fire. Yeah, man, and he's, he's actually a uh, also a, shares a nomination in the next category as well, which brings us to promo artist of the year. And let me explain. This isn't specific promo. These are people who were bringing it Delivering. on a consistent basis. Yes. I did have a question on one of the nominations. Yes, it was both Eddie Kingston. And John Moxley specifically, I think Doc was the one that nominated the feud. Yeah, the promo work in the feud itself was just so um, great. I mean, it was and, and for it to be it an definitely. accidental storyline, you know what I mean? Because Lance Archer couldn't make it and it rolled snowballed into all the stuff. I thought it, it, it you know, had a good. It, it earned its spot as a nomination. I, I, de- I mean, again, I had a, I had people showing it love. I mean, people not a lot of people went against it. They were just double checking that that was exactly the case, how, you know, yeah, as written. Yeah, but uh, yeah, nominations, nominations. You want to start it off? Yeah, we had a uh, um, the head of the table. Uh-huh. Um, one, we one had uh, one the only uh, Roman Reigns. Okay, Rome. Uh, we okay. had uh, for second. Uh, we just brought him up. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. The oh, few. Were 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 feud. Okay. We also have uh the prince of wrestling, Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah, wrestling's got more than one wrestling family. Okay. Right, right. We got someone that puts on for the brand, which oh. is Pat McAfee. Uh, it's a great day to be great. Okay. I ain't gonna be biased. We're gonna keep it cool. Yeah. Uh, we got the cat is back, Mr. Finn Balor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check check that little box. Okay. Let's you know go. what I'm saying? Pipe bombs don't miss when you aim at the king. But Mm-mm. next, ding dong, who it is? We got Bailey. Ooh, baby. All right. All right. And then next guy, he knows it. And you ain't even got to show it because he's better than you, and that is MJF. That that is true. And that then at true. the bottom of the barrel, but definitely, definitely number one in your hearts, the number one that would come through and sit at my table, Mister Drew McIntyre. Yes, these are good. These are good. I think now, these another, guys are all eight delivered. Pack. Another little eight pack. Here, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Um, let's get to these runner ups. Let's my get dude. to the runner ups. There's only one runner up, and he surprisingly is taking second. For being ahead at the table, Mr. Roman Reigns. Wow, he got a runner up. I will say he, uh, even though he came in at the last, he bloomed uh, a little late, right? Third or or quarter, you know, of of, of the year, he came back and did his thing. Promos on point. You know, I mean, everything he's been doing has been on point. Because one thing, one thing everyone thought was that he was going to have Paul talk for him most of the time, which I'm glad he's started to like just like okay, like y'all who've ever seen that movie Four Brothers, you're you're Mm -hmm. never going to be able to watch Roman. Ask for a mic or the belt from Paul Heyman and never unsee this. But what's his name? Victor Sweet? Yeah. He always had that, man, pistol. Yeah. And mm-hmm. He always used to hand it, pistol. And then yeah, the, the, the way the, he calls for his yeah, belt. Yeah. yeah, and then a henchman would come out of nowhere and, and hand his gun and just say, that's how I feel every time I see Roman grab for the mic. Yeah, it's, for it's hilarious. Real. But I digress. 
Because it ain't about the entertainment factor. It's about and the it, promo factor. And it ain't about the runner-up either. Let them know who is the 2020 Promo Artist of the Year, Quincy Jones. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's uh, it's going to be the program for the World, Sh- uh, uh, World Championship. And that's going to be John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston taking home the gold for Promo Artists, plural, of the night. How about that? Or uh-huh. I guess of the year. I mean, uh, they they definitely had one of the better uh, builds towards, uh, towards the program. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting this this title, John. <laughs> I'm just laughing at you, that you're able to just find these off the, off the rip. They got a hey, they got much love to our sponsor, Spotify, who's giving us 30 seconds of these winners' themes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Hey, you know you got you know hey, these, check these, me out, D O C L E S N A R. You know what it is? World's greatest tag team. Hey, hey, by the way, Quincy Jones Go got a catalog out there as well. You might want to check that out. That he does. I'm that just, he does. I'm just saying, some mm-hmm. people maybe want Silent Bob, not just Jay. Damn, that's three for John Moxley. Yeah, I mean, he had to share that one with, with Kingston. Yeah. But, but you know. he had a very dominant year in 2020, so. He definitely yeah. did. Uh, you know what? This kind of goes hand in hand with being able to be a promo artiste, yes. if you will. That's having a uh, not only the charisma, not only having the attitude, not only having the, the words to back up and, and, and build up your story. And your claims. And yeah. your claims and all that without a shadow of a doubt. We've heard all these terms before, but you also got to have a great catchphrase. Am I right? Very, very right, sir. Am I right? You right, sir. Um, so you know what we're we're gonna talk, and I, and I know it's it's hard to gauge this because I know what you're gonna say. There was no crowds, Quincy. How do we know which one had a pop in cash raise? Yeah, but I have to say there were some times where people were. I was I'm I'm checking out what people are hashtagging, what they're writing mm-hmm. on their captions. People who people have been overall uh, supporting, paying attention to. You know, make so, mm-hmm. people who are making the uh, gravitating what, 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 towards what, what we say the the, the 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 meter tick a little bit, moving the needle a little yep, bit. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yeah. So, with that said, let's get into these nominations, shall we? Catchphrase, catchphrase of the uh, year. We got, we want the smoke. Street profits. We have Roman Reigns with head of the table. That we do. We have FTR with fear the revelation. This is true. We have <laughs> Cam and Grass <laughs> straight to the moon. Very well done, uh, sir. Man. Very well done. Uh, we have The Fiend with Let Me In. And last but not least, we have Ding Dong, Hello. Hello. Obviously with Bailey. And uh, I'm not, I ain't, I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. I'm, I'm going to get right to it. You heard? Mm-hmm. Again, catchphrase of the year. We're going to get to it. Right. Runner up. Mm-hmm. This is going to surprise you. All right. Fear the revelation. Wow. I was shocked as well. Okay. And you know, you know, what came close, what almost tied with it was straight to the moon. <laughs> which which yeah. now you're wondering if that was a number one, what did get number one? And this actually was a little overwhelming, the amount of people that voted for this, but it is we want the smoke. Oh. We want the smoke. They're coming right back out with it, man. Uh, two hey. time. Tag Winners. team of the year, catchphrase of the year. You know, I think it's app. They had a really good year. Um, wasn't a lot of tag teams uh, holding it down. I yeah, mean, you know, New Day kind of came back uh, into into the fold later into the year. And but um, you know, they they did the job, helped them become. You know, I mean, they 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 put over the the profits and they became triple crown champions this year or past year, I should say. So, yeah, I would say much I mean, deserved, sir. Shit. I mean, you, you look at the accolades that New Day's already done with the tag team division. I'm sure they didn't mind, especially being some 
young up and coming uh, brothers uh, uh, uh-huh. to help um, carry and uh, um, continue the uh, the flag waving and um, whatnot. <laughs> um, bean pies. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Bean pies. Uh, but now you know we got uh, uh, moving on to the next category here. Yes, we have the most overused wrestler. Or wrestlers yes. of the year. And let me clarify, these are people that we saw too much of. Yep. Overstayed their welcome. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, uh, you know, unbeknownst overbooked. to them, overbooked, maybe not even their fault. WWE relied too much mm-hmm. on them on a week-to-week basis. Or AEW. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let, yeah, let not me not. exclusive to the uh, or NXT. To New York. Yeah, because uh, everybody here, I mean, you, you'll, you'll hear the nominations and everyone is guilty here, all right? Mm-hmm. Number one. And I think I may have put this one up first because I immediately was going <laughs> to, I knew I was going to put him down as a nomination. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Next, uh, I also uh, volunteered the entire Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio feud. Yeah, that pr- that program was it, just. Uh, there was a few times they could have cut it shorter. Yeah, 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 even before Seth turned absolutely messiah. They they had been wrestling for a long time since Saudi Arabia, I think, even before then. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, fuck. Mm-hmm. See, that's, I, see, I'd be I'd be forgetting about these Saudi shows. It's hard. Until we gotta we gotta. Yeah. Um, next, I have the Garganos uh, or Garganos. I'm sorry, yeah, I believe that was a Mark Johnny McFly and, uh, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that was jo- that was Johnny and uh, Candice. Uh, next on the list, we have Lana. Oh. I should have said uh, Lana through a table, but yeah, Lana I and the table. Man, you're like, damn, tables on again tonight. <laughs> damn, tables always winning. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got going the- over again. Huh? <laughs> yeah, word. Oh, Lana doing the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the Cameron Grimes feud with Dexter Loomis. I felt after the House of Terrors match that should have been. Yeah, it, um, it got real cartoony. Mark also had, had, had poured on a, a little bit about that. So, and then uh, last but not least, we have uh, on Mainstay. this list. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yearly. definitely uh, yearly, yearly uh, nominated Randy Orton. Yes, uh, which is a, either a good thing or a bad thing as far as being overused. Uh, in this case, career, I think it's okay for. Him. Yeah, I mean, in this case, you know, they were dealing with uh, a lot of uh, less guarantees and more just on on the seat of their pants. Yeah, uh, in terms of fucking putting on a weekly show in the middle of a pandemic. So I do tip my hat to you, sirs. Sir. Um, but now that I've read these nominees, it is time to uh, tell you guys the runner-up. Runner-up. Which uh, I'm not surprised this would have been in one of the top spots, but the runner-up would be Seth Rollins and the Rey Mysterio family feud. Wow, something got higher than that. Yes. Oh, okay. This is actually uh, kind of a shock here. Oh, okay. I don't know if you got this music. <laughs> I, I might. I think. <laughs> Let's see what you got. It is Lana. What? Wow, he had it on cue. He's like, oh, I know exactly uh, who won now. Hey. Oh, uh, damn Hey. Why? She couldn't be here tonight. She's got all kinds of braces on her leg and her arm, but the table is here to accept the award God damn. For, for putting her over so many times. These goddamn tableaus. <laughs> Drew's in the back flipping tables. Can't believe I won a nominated. It was. I wasn't even nominated. I should have been. I should have been. <laughs> should have been a contender. Fuck it. And then Roman's oh, like. Was it was this a category about tables? <laughs> because I am the head. I am the head. <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, but of course, we can't have an overused star of the year, Mister Jones, without having a underused star. Right, of right, the you year. are. Right, right, you are. Yeah, and, and uh, these are pretty solid nominees. I, I too. thought so as well. I think so. And you might hear these and go, 
hear a lot of AEW names, but you got to remember, AEW is, I think, just turning two years yeah. old, right? No, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, officially, uh, as yeah. of like probably a couple days ago. Exactly, um, man. So, but uh, yeah, if you, without further ado, sir, if you'd like to. Yeah, um, this is actually a little uh, controversial here. Yeah. Um, so, but first on the list, we got Proud and Powerful, a.k.a. Santana and uh, Ortiz. Ortiz. Uh, next, we have Scorpio Sky, uh, the ace with the ice in his veins. That would get my vote. Uh, we have uh, Sean Spears. Best music in the game. We also have the best man, it's Miro. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. And we also have just Kushida. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kushida's on there. I, I liked how Mar- Mercedes just recently returned back yeah, to NXT. Yeah, she heard. She, so. She's like, I ain't on nobody's list. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Ain't. I'm just here for retribution. See what I did? Uh, see, what, see what I did? See what I did? And now we got to put Wretched Beach for underused. Uh, oh, they, they, they were underused, right? They, 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 didn't, they didn't hang with. They're playing me off, Jones. <laughs> but, uh, I think the hook. You better watch out the Sandman's back there. Somewhere. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so th- those are the six picks. Again, I felt like they were apt. Um, people we didn't get to see. People we support but mm-hmm. didn't see a whole lot of. Yes. Whether that was booking, whether there wasn't enough uh, space or time on the show, whether maybe they were doing stuff but weren't doing a whole lot that we didn't see from them. Mm-hmm. Um or people that maybe had to sit home, didn't have nothing for them, like people like Mercedes and yeah, you know, um, just different things, different circumstances. Even here, Spears almost falls in that too. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I'm not too sure if there's. I mean, I, I mean, I di- I am digging what they've been doing lately with him, where it's like they removed his pro, uh, yeah, his, his uh, profile from the from the website. Uh, which I, I mean, not the sidebar. Did, did you hear that C, uh, uh, SCU was doing this thing now too, where they're if they lose again as a team, they're yeah. going to uh, disband, split. I guess. Apparently, do, do I you don't think that's just created so that uh, CD can just like retire and just handle shit from the back? I don't know, man. I, I just it makes me wonder if there'll be another SCU like after that. You know what I mean? Like, or are they just going to be done? Done? You know what I mean? Is it is it going to go with Sky and Kazarian? Or to me, I don't. I'm not mad at it because it would give Sky more TV time, but I also want to see Sky do his thing on his own since he's been doing it so much on Dark. But not to turn this into a total you debate. Know, uh, yeah, 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 debate. Uh, under- we don't do review anymore. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but uh, who 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 we got over here doing uh, runner up? The runner up, sir. It's gonna be uh, proud and powerful. Oh, I thought they was gonna take that. Okay, well, this is interesting. Oh, oh, it's just about to get interesting because we have a three way tie for the winner. Wow. Yes. Okay. We have Miro. Okay. Sean Spears. I believe that. And Scorpio Sky. What? what mm, how many votes? They're all the same. Mm. Exactly the same. This is what I give it to. Reach for the sky. Flexing on it. I gotta see. I gotta figure out how I'm, how I'm gonna do the the graphic for that winner. I probably have to put three bodies on yeah. one winner card. Unless we ask the fans to break the tie. That's true. Because, I, I mean, I do think Miro, Spears, and Sky are a good uh, tie, though Miro did come later in the year. I almost <laughs> but feel you, like hey, I, feel, I feel like a Sky. dick, though. Like, you know what? Y'all three been used less out of everyone, but we still need a tiebreaker to see <laughs> yeah, which yeah, one yeah. of y'all is the most pitiful. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that's <laughs> been used the least. The most uninteresting person right now. I need to know it. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, but you want to uh, take us to the next uh, yeah, next frame of question? No, I think tie. we got the, the, the faction of the year, brother. Of the year, 2020. I mean, um, it was interesting. We did see uh, some expanding of factions. We saw some uh, debuts of factions, and uh, there wasn't a lot of them. Don't get me wrong, but we do have uh, what we felt were the top four nominees for this category. Yeah, uh, first one being the Hurt Business. 
We talked I'd about agree. MVP earlier. Now we MVP? Uh, the Inner Circle. Baby. Baby. Uh, the Undisputed Era. Them Era Boys, nah. And, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Dark Order. Join the Dark Order. Yeah, man. And uh, I don't have the winners or runner-ups. I believe that is I do. Quincy's responsibility. That's my job. You're and I'm here guy. to provide the drum roll. The runner-up. For 2020 KJS Faction of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. Yes. I keep calling it something different. I keep just just totally rearranging <laughs> yep. it. It's, it's all the same. Just know that. The Dark Order. Oh, runner-up. Skittle Boy. Skittle Boy. And yours truly, Alex Reynolds. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. Loving that. But, first of all, well-deserved. Mm-hmm. They were the second most popular uh, pick out of these. A lot, a lot of people actually... Uh, pick them over. Uh, well, you know what? L- l- let me let me save that for the winner. Because then, if I if, if I tell you that, then it cancels out the rest. Mm-hmm. The winner, yes, Faction of the Year. Mm-hmm. God damn it! It's gonna be. I mean, I was waiting for the drum solo. Oh. <laughs> the uh, Hurt Business. Oh, okay. I had that ready too, just in case. Sound guy, doing a good job. Ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Up for business. Ah, ah, ah. This is I'm good. In. I'm in. We in. Man, that's pretty good. I, I think that's standard. really good. I mean, if you look at the uh, other the three, <laughs> the other three nominees, I would feel are have a little bit more shelf life than, uh, you know, especially in a circle, Undisputed Era, and the Dark Order, in the Hurt Business. So, yeah, Hurt I, business I mean, debuting this year and taking Faction of the Year, that's saying something. Dark Order was only four votes behind the Hurt Business, and the Dark Order, uh, they were, uh, you know, they outvoted Undisputed Era and Inner Circle. Oh, that's saying something, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, especially you know, Inner Circle. And, well, and in Undisputed Era. Wow, okay. Yeah, uh, I was, uh, I mean, Undisputed Era took third. Wow. Um, and they had a pretty good year this year, too. You know, so. But <laughs> damn's the winners. Dems, and we don't make it up. Y'all the ones. The breaks. Y'all the ones who voted. So don't get mad at us. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, we're moving on. We're starting to get into deeper waters here, man. We got Feud of the Year. I don't so. know why I wanted to say that like Cameron. Feud of the Year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> There's a little Jim Cornette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I really like these nominees as well. Uh, so this is all across the board. As yeah, much these as we are. Could, we we thought it. about these, by the way. And, yes, and we, I know you we got, really did. I will say, so you know, I, I said it to you. Someone called us out for not putting Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton that feud. Uh, we had some things to say about that feud yeah. as to why it didn't qualify to make. Because we, that's the thing. If you guys listen to the last uh, episode, episode, yeah, we had a lot of choices that didn't make a lot of these cuts. The final cuts, yeah. You know, three heads prevailed, and we said, you know what? All right, we can agree on these, and we can we can let yeah, these we had slide. To keep it, we had to keep it a tight critique, I think. And, and even with, like, that one, I would say with Randy and Drew, we talked about how it needed legends to be involved to, like, make yeah. you more interested to the next yeah. part. And then it, a lot of it was just kind of gimmicky. Had, yeah, Drew was protecting the legends and yeah. fighting in their name before it actually got, you know, they started doing the he broke his jaw thing, yeah. and then, you know, I broke his jaw thing, and... Then it's a blood feud then. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? for but, sure. Yeah, I feel like from the beginning they kind of hung their hat on a little bit. Uh, too, too much nostalgia. Other things, yeah. yeah. Especially given the people that were in there when Christian and Flair. I mean, and even HBK, even when um, when Drew won the title, when he beat Brock that same night, they had, they had to show him going up against Big Show for some reason. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, anyways, but I we digress. Did, we, did, we all digress, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, Feud of the Year nominations. Yup, yup. Young Bucks versus Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Okay. 
Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Jay Uso versus his cousin Roman Reigns, head of the table. Eddie Kingston going against the world's champion, <laughs> John Moxley. Cody Rhodes versus Mr. Brody Lee. The, the exalted, exalted one. Yes. One. And uh, last and certainly not least, Pat McAfee. Great day to be great. Going on against Sucks to suck. Adam <laughs> Cole, baby. Yeah. And uh, and and, and we go into some runner-ups again. These are the builds that caught our attention. They were captivating, but I digress because only two made the cut. Yes, the runner-up. Oh, none other than the two singles guys that became a tag team: Hangman Page against the Young Bucks. Oh, or and Omega. As, or as I call, yeah, yes, Hangman Page and Omega versus the Young Bucks. Or as I call. Hangman Page versus the Elite. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But they came in second. Okay. Wow. Runner up. Okay. Yeah. This this number one actually had quite a bit of support. Bailey versus Sasha. Wow. For feud of the year. I'm liking that. That's I, what I said. I, I like that a lot, actually. Because I think, uh, and, and when you think about the two that I named, those are the two probably the longest storylines running this year. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it had the in terms of time, it had the right history slow burn, involved. Yeah, yeah it, and it was very slow burn. I would say. Yeah, because sure. we we you know we I got I got you know young bucket try to come at me because he said, "How y'all gonna have a female wrestler of the year uh, uh, category and not even have Sasha Banks as a nominee?" I'm like, because she was playing the background for most of the year. She was. Okay, that, that was tough. I had to find both both names. <laughs> oh, you stopped it right when it boom. Well, I don't know if it was gonna change. Boom, boom, boom. Ah, uh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we couldn't even find the right couldn't one. Couldn't even find the right Oh. So, you know, it's cool. You hey, know. That, that's the best one. Well, you know, Snoop's probably going to get heat I mean, anyway. It's, it's all good. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's right here at the, the Quincy Jones Awards right here at the uh, the Pomona Hilton. Um, <laughs> we're going to uh, start to wrap things up a little bit in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I think we have about, what, six or seven? Left? Yeah, we, we don't have a whole lot left, but I will let you know what we got next. Yes. And that is the person who is raising... And coaching mm-hmm. and mentoring, speaking of next, the next big thing. And that would be manager of the year. Yes. Someone that gets it done for their guy. Someone yep. that goes to bat for their client. Someone that is there when they need to be in uh, in and out of the night like a ninja. Very effective. Stays out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, effective is the best word to say it. Manager of the year. We had quite a bit of, I'd like to say we had fun coming up with these nominees as well. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, we had... One half of them damn brain busters. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Tully Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Arn Anderson. That other brain buster. That other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlet. Yes. MVP. Mm-hmm. And Taz. Taz. Taz, I thought, was a good nominee. Not who I would have voted for, but he, he earned his spot on there. He definitely got more votes than other people I that I, I oh, was really? surprised. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. But it is about the winners, damn it. Runner-up. We're managing winners. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the runner-up mm-hmm. for 2020 KJS Year and Manager of the Year Award goes to the man, the martyr, the liar, the manager, the counsel, Paul Heyman. Wow. Yes. Okay. That's, yes. that's saying something. Okay. And I could say with certainty, while Taz is not number one, Mm-hmm. Let me just say he got more votes than Tully, Arn, oh. and Scarlet. 
that leads me to believe there's only one person it can't oh, there be. is only one person with a, a resounding this person like dusted like Paul said Paul Heyman was runner up mm-hmm. this person had 13 votes more than Paul Heyman wow to be the winner and that is MVP and I think definitely deserved ha oh. ah. two time two time mm. balling big business her business, and we open, and we in, I'm in. and it's gone. He's in. It's good. We good. Business booming. Booming. Ah, big things popping, small things dropping. I would say it's very well uh, VIP deserved. Lounge in the MVP <laughs> legit. You got U.S. champions, he around tag like team three, champions. Yeah. Bro, he turned around three careers in one year, bro. That he did, including his own. Because yeah. if you remember, when he returned, he was not going to stay. He came back yeah, and just Yeah, he changed positions doors. like three times. Yeah. 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 And, but the thing is, like, Bobby Lashley. Lana, Cedric Alexander doing the thing with, you know, mm-hmm. fighting up against Retribution sometimes. Or no, actually he was doing the her business stuff before they turned him. Gotcha. Sheldon Benjamin, last time we saw him was in a Royal Rumble getting tossed by a Brock Lesnar. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like we he turned all those guys around. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sheldon Benjamin one. got the twenty four seven championship. He elevated every single person. Yeah, yeah. I mean I know the twenty four seven championship don't mean nothing, but it was Shelton Benjamin's first title. You yeah. know, belt since what? I think I, I think he may have had the tag titles with Gable possibly on SmackDown, but yeah. singles? Yeah. Yeah, first singles title back from, like, that hiatus from his first run. Yeah, because like, I remember you didn't see Shelton. It is what it I is. I think they brought Shelton in, like, randomly as Brock. You know what I mean? It was yeah. Like to go against Seth, I think, while, or or somebody while they were getting getting prepped to go against Brock. I, I, remember? I, that was, like, before I remember Mania. that. I, I just remember him appearing in the Royal Rumble and then him thinking he, he was going to be cool with Brock and Brock just tossed him out. Yeah, seriously. It was like, uh, nah, sorry, brother. This ain't no wrecking <laughs> crew no more. But nah, MVP, manager of the year 2020 yeah. for sure. And that brings yeah. us to uh, the most hated most slash heat. most heat and, and, and let me, of the year. And, and I did have some questions about this. This is both shoot and work. Um, yep. This isn't the best heel. That was so good that pissed you off. These are people who public felt, enemy number one. Yeah, took the most abuse verbally online, tweeting all that. Like people who, who got the most heat, the most shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that I remember for sure was always getting dragged or having their name drug in some things or being criticized about something. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that gives you guys a better idea. Um, I guess I should have done a, a most loved, but I figured I figured it'd be way too much. Yeah. Um, again, it's a, a difficult year mm-hmm. to kind of uh, navigate as far as something. Like, again, I, I had to come up with some of these new ones on the fly and kind of uh, uh, integrate uh, former yeah, no, of course. categories yeah, together. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah, nominations. The nominations for most hated slash most heat of the year. Yes. Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Bye-bye. Orange Cassidy. Chill. Pat McAfee. It's great to be great. You don't have to yell, Orange. No, sorry. And Tony Khan. Um, scrum. <laughs> Media scrum. <laughs> Media scrum. That's all he says. Oh, if man. they came out with a Tony doll, it's like, mm. scrum. <laughs> You're, you are the TNT champion. Scrum. Scrum. Uh, I don't know. That came out like super Seinfeld-ish. But the runner-up, surprisingly, hmm. Velveteen Dream. The runner-up was Velveteen Dream. Absolutely. That can only leave one other person, in my opinion, that could be number one. But let's see. I'm actually interested to see if you got this right. Let's see. Number one. Uh Uh-huh. 
most hated with the most heat in 2020 on the Quincy Jones year-end show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that guy with the good shit, Vince McMahon. Oh, it's like Syndicate. <laughs> you know, John uh, Johnston ain't gonna, ain't gonna sleep on him. Johnston don't let it. No, he don't waste nothing. Uh. <laughs> Most hated. Good shit. <laughs> uh, I actually was very surprised about the Vince thing, but then again, there is a reason that he he even was introduced the to list. the list to begin with. And I mean, I I put him on the list, nominated him, I should say. Based on a broad statement of like, dude, that guy was brought up on a lot. There's a lot yeah, of shit that happened. A lot. But then when he task, went, yeah. I really underestimated the amount of people that were really still pissed off at him. I mean, what he did isn't really small things to scoff at. Mainly, you know, the amount of people that were laid off, you know, due to the COVID stuff. You brought up him and his wife paying people in the Florida to look the other way to allow, you know, them to be and, considered and I'm sure a sporting event. I'm sure stuff. it's not just them, I should say. Yeah, but know? it's the people they know. Wink, wink, point, point, all that stuff. But, <laughs> you know, the kind of guys that, uh, I, you know, they, they got fans that don't want to storm a Capitol building. I don't know. It's I, weird because it's, it's for some reason I could just see, like, you presenting this case to Vince and him just saying, like, just throwing it like, well, I'm sorry, pal, but that's undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best. I did hear though that according to Ryback, and he said it in a very funny way, but apparently Vince is not doing too well health wise. I don't you know tell, what's man. up, but yeah, it's just you know, like that, that's the internal uh, belief is that his his health is. I don't want to say deteriorating, but it's become a concern. I'm sure. scared. I don't. Yeah. I don't uh, but you I don't, don't get there without being hated. Damn I was gonna it. say you, you always think about these things. There are always possibilities. You know, death taxes and all that. But mm-hmm. fuck. Uh Anyways. Yeah. Brings us to uh, the next category of the night. We are d- uh, definitely getting close. I think we're no, going yeah, yeah, down yeah. to the, almost the bottom uh, of the barrel here. Yeah, this is uh, this is the the precursor before we get into possibly the the biggest four awards of the night. Uh, but we're gonna uh, preface it with this little fun uh, gem here. I, I'm sure we all have been waiting for the opportunity to sound off on these and uh, have our voice be heard on on these ideas. But mm-hmm. we are talking about the 2020 KHAS year-end award for the worst idea of the year. And let me just say, all you guys are peaches and kings and queens. <laughs> I love that you all put, can we just put uh, all the above? I even had a, yeah. uh, I had a uh, G uh, keeping, uh, oh, it was like G, Keeping Aleister Black off TV most of the year. I was like, yeah, true. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Hell, he sing aloud. I'm proud. I mean, I I remember as a uh, honorary uh, nominee, I wanted to put in the 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 third party band stuff because I just thought that was so stupid. But you know, that, that that's it's not an idea as much as if it was a policy. But I mean, yeah. it definitely attributes to the reason why Vince won the most heat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of many reasons, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. uh, worst ideas. Yeah. Let uh, me go. Yeah, we yeah yeah yeah. Let the people know. Nominees, worst idea of the year: Raw Underground. Sorry, Shane, looking at you. Retribution as a faction, as an a idea, concept, yes, as a construct, as an execution, <laughs> yes. Uh, the Tooth and Nail Match in AEW featuring Britt Baker and Big Swole. The Eye for an Eye Match in WWE, and and, and, and it's not just the match. The, that one specifically is the stipulation. Yeah, because it's like. 
Yeah, you now you gotta work yourself it into a shoot the, much. Well, you gotta mention it every time you see Rey Mysterio for the rest of his WWE career now, even though half of his, you know, he's fucking. His, 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 they had the whole fake eye and everything. And yeah, but but during yeah. New Year's Eve, he's partying uh, with no mask on on his on his daughter's did, channel, you know, and, and does that did, a lot. Did he at least cover his face like he always does? No, okay. he just that's had a hood so, on. That's what's so funny about Ray. Like every time, not, he takes not a, a wrestling picture, hood, a hood. That's it. Oh man. Yeah, so. yeah, because he'll always just put his palm over his face. I'm like, well, we already know what you look. Nah, like, he man. wasn't doing that. He he was all about <laughs> I know the cameras on for sure. He's like filthy animal. He, he like took the took Aaliyah's phone and was filming it like for Happy her. New Year. You know what I mean? Filthy animals. <laughs> um, and so eye for an eye match featuring Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins, the Mimosa Mayhem match, and we must staple in that this was very much a huge priority nominee. For, yeah. for Mark McFly. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. And uh, last and certainly not least, Otis winning yeah. the Money yeah, in the did, Bank match. This I was, year. I was, at first, it was just the fact that the Money in the Bank was picked to be another, like the way that they filmed it as far as trying to be cinematic with it, as yeah. opposed to just letting it be what it usually is. Mm -hmm. But the more I thought about it, yeah, I mean, how many times did we complain about why the fuck Otis has his briefcase and do he really see, you know, realistically see him? doing anything with it and yada yada we've had tremendous mm -hmm. discussions about it even off mic you know what i mean so i i'd, I'd left that one on there but uh you're right i i mean you know again all these are viable winners <laughs> you know what i mean they're all they all qualify as uh you know again you said you wanted to put the third party on there that would that may have been it as yeah. well but uh i will say that the runner-up Runner up, taking home nothing taking it home but they can take home the, the you know just knowing that they are the second worst of the year. Yes. Raw Underground. Cool. Okay. Sorry, Shano. Shano. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, Shano. And uh, defeating Shane and mm -hmm. Raw Underground. Yes. <laughs> like it's all him. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. I misspoke. It's not Raw Underground. It's the eye for an eye match. Is the is the runner up? The runner up. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, you're back into Shano. You're back in. You're back. I mean, you get to go home without knowing you're the worst. Uh, uh, but the but the winner mm -hmm. actually uh, led by seven more votes than the I match. I think I know who exactly you're talking about. It's the the band of thieves that uh, just want to shut everything down. Oh. Retribution. The lights are going out. I thought you paid the bill, Jones. How long I, we got the venue? This some guy named Slabjack said it was gonna be chill, and of course, oh, the guy with the plate on his face. Well, yeah. I, I figured he was doing something for the kids. I don't know. Well, so I mean, people like to eat creatively nowadays. <laughs> I don't know. But man. just like the title of their theme, I will shut it down. Retribution. Worst idea. I think a lot of people know that. I did like what you had to say it's about Mustafa. It's not a bad idea. Is bad like, execution. Thank you. Like, Everyone has said the, how much it's just poor execution. Every point of logic was just lost. As yeah. To, like the, the amount of like the lost opportunity that they had. It's yeah. Like, oh, man. And it's like left on them to try to fill in the blanks. Just yeah. And, it's right. gonna, and they're going to get uh, essentially blamed for, you know, any... Mm -hmm. Like they're gonna take any any credit for success, yeah. But any failure is gonna be on their shoulders. That, that's what sucks about it. Yeah. But uh, we are gonna move along. We are now moving into the match of the year categories. Yes, we do have four of these. Yes, and, we do. Uh, yeah, I think these. Uh, we're we're really getting down to the fourth quarter. No, here. yeah, this is this is it. This is the uh, the best of the best here. Um, again, you said the match portion of the award ceremony, so to speak, here at the Hilton in Pomona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but I will say that uh, these are going to be uh, again. It was different. We we try to make it so that everybody every every promotion has their own winner. It wasn't going to be promotion versus promotion versus promotion. There was, dude. We had what six 
mm-hmm. different categories or six, six different nominees for each promotion. Like yeah, we wouldn't have been eighteen able to- matches, three for over three promotions, six per promotion for yeah. their respective match of the year. I think we did it in a, in a responsible way. And, I, I really and, and again, kudos, hats off, all that applause to every company that even competed this year. We know you guys were up against a lot. Um, you guys were, you know, stuck with the task of entertaining us smug sons of bitches every day mm-hmm. or every week, I should say. And, you know, again, the fact that we could not only pull six good matches from that year, but the fact that we had to cut down a few per promotion speaks a lot into the talent, speaks a lot into, you know, everything that, you know, we, we've been studying and watching and, you know, just staying, you know, tuning into as far as 2020. But I digress. The first uh, of the match awards is going to go to the juggernaut that's done it the the longest here. We're going to go into the WWE yes. match of the year nominees. Uh, we're going to start with Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell match, of course. Very good nomination. Followed by uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Randy Orton uh, in an ambulance match for the WWE Championship. Clash of Champions, yeah. We also have Bayley taking on Sasha Banks, defending the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship in a Hell in a Cell match, also at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, very awesome match. We have the uh, the entire men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, of 2020. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We also have Edge taking on Randy Orton in, quote, the greatest match ever. And I believe that was at Backlash. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, we have Roman in late edition, but hey, definitely made the cut. Roman yeah. Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Kevin Owens in a TLC match at TLC. Uh, let's this, get into these rounds. Yeah, let's get it. Let's, let's, let's get into it. No time to waste. Here. Let's go. Let's go. These are big time players here, Jones. Runner up mm-hmm. shall be the former best friends, Bailey versus Sasha Banks at Hell in a Cell. Wow. Which leaves the true winner of the WWE match of the year for 2020. Roman Reigns. Oh. But which one? Oh, okay. Versus uh-huh. Jay Uso at the Hell in a Cell. I, I agree with that. I like that a lot. It was a great match. Emotions attached. It pulled on my heartstrings. It had everything you needed. And even with the match prior that kind of set it up, I thought that Hell in a Cell really cemented Jay's I mean, spot as a singles guy. Yeah. Roman, I mean, the crying on cue, his brother coming in, he choking out his brother. There was so much. A lot of people, and some honestly, people didn't like that match, but I like that match that, a lot. That, it that, was innovative. That spot kind of solidified and legitimized him using the guillotine. Yeah. Well, it was the, when he, it when was he, the when he started time, using but it. Yeah, you're right. It was still kind of an uneasy transition, but yeah. after you saw what he did to his own blood with it, you're like, oh. Yeah, for we, real. We don't, we don't want him to whip that up. Yeah. Pause. You know what I mean? But, Seriously. But it is no, you know, noteworthy to say that the runner-up and the winner are both the Hell in a Cell matches. Because yeah. I was definitely moved by both matches. Yeah, And, and I, I thought, I too, was, the fact that it was an I quit match made it a little bit more I forgot that too. it was an I quit match. That mm-hmm. on top of everything, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and the, the only other two that I probably would have added on there – I, I very much enjoyed the men's Royal Rumble in its entirety, and the the, the Roman versus Owens match was really well really, done. Yeah, really well done. I thought um, so, But, too. yeah, uh, you know, alas, it was Roman still taking home the gold versus his uh yeah. his Oos, his cousin, well, he, Jay Uso. So he ain't, see, he's not going home empty-handed tonight. See, I know he didn't uh, win I mean, some even, of those other ones, even MVP, uh, et cetera, but, yeah. I'm sure Roman's going to want to keep it at his house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, on top of his table. What, what, what is my kids going to think, huh? 
<laughs> man. If I don't bring home the gold. Yeah, and I'm loving, I'm still loving the stuff they're doing with him and KO, uh, you know, especially, I just watched SmackDown the other day, man. But uh, as we move along, we have another match of the year category, and this yes, is sir. exclusively for NXT, one of the gold brands that we're going to be announcing tonight, and it is for 2020. Really good nominees here as well. Uh, yeah, I, I got the... Uh, I actually have the the pay per views that they're at too. If you guys want to check these out, yeah, um, I, I, I got I, I got those down as well. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, cool, I cool. got. Uh, we see we have a war games match, men's, undisputed men, era. Yeah, yes, the men's war games match, undisputed era going against Team McAfee at War Games this year. Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Finn Balor at Takeover Thirty One. Yep, yep. We have Adam Cole versus Finn Balor at NXT Super Tuesday, which, again, if you guys remember, started off as that hour-long fatal four-way but went to sudden death, and uh, this was that sudden death match right there. So uh, They tricked we, us. They, 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 yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> Keith Lee. I don't forgive you, Regal. I still don't <laughs> forgive you. Uh, we have Keith Lee going against Adam Cole for the world title. NXT title, I should say, Great American Bash. Well, that was also that was the uh, was it wasn't that when both yeah, titles champion, were on the yeah, line? Champion yeah. versus yeah. champion. That's right. Uh, we also have the women's War Games match. Team Shotzi going against Team Candice this year at War Games, and of course, this is a a, a good one too that I feel is near dear to my heart. Dominic Dijakovic challenging Keith Lee for the North American title at Takeover Portland. Bro, that, I mean, again, if you guys don't remember some of these, I urge you go back to watch that match because I remember that being like, yo, this is this is so early in the year and this is what we doing, Keith? Really? Yeah, man. This is what we doing, Keith? Crazy. Like, oh, man. Uh, each of these are great in their own right. Mm -hmm. It was very hard to uh, zero these, uh, just to nail these down, to be honest. Like, But there has to be one winner mm -hmm. and, unfortunately, one runner-up. So. The runner-up for the NXT match of the year for the 2020 KJS Year End Awards goes to Team Shotzi, Team Candice, the Women's War Games match. Wow, that was runner-up. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, yes. That's, that would have been my vote if I could vote. I, I really enjoyed that match a lot this year. But and uh, I have a feeling who it could be, but let me let me. Yeah, I, I think I think this is probably the most heralded match this year. Um, obviously, I got people were hitting me up. Oh, what about... Drago, I'm like, it's NXT, not NXT UK, you twats. <laughs> no, but Mark did bring him up. He yeah, did, he, he did. did bring yeah, up if match. you guys listen to the episode, then shut up, Adam Sandler. Oh, we are a three-headed serpent here. So, oh, you know. man, yeah, we are a, a, a service, and, yep. and, and we, we run on all cylinders. But number one before Doc runs out of energy and those little fingertips of his with the best damn drum line since Nick Cannon, Kyle O'Reilly ah. faces Finn Balor. For the NXT Championship. Get, grab your award, Kyle. Ooh. It's always so sexy. I'm always expecting uh, Josiah to start rapping. I always expect you to rap. <laughs> I need to. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let Josiah go. Wait, 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 wait for it. Here you go. Uh huh. Boom. Hey. Right. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted in life. That's there the, you go, the, Kyle. UE on the board, Kyle. You know what I thought, too, was dope was um, how this, I think they actually received this exact same honor on NXT year-end awards. I, I, think, they all, the year, they, I yeah. think they all cleaned up on the year-end awards. Yeah, they possibly. did. But, the, but Kyle and Finn specifically got the same, I think, match of the year. So huh, I'm going to put it on you my know. table next to my cot. 
<laughs> Still a little. <laughs> oh man, but no, no, that, that was a definitely a tough one. Um, and again, I got to thank the fans for uh, uh yeah for, helping uh, us you know, narrow that one on down that one, for sure. Uh, to give you an idea, Keith first died Jakovic. Mm-hmm. That was a a close. That that was the third. Third runner-up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, War Games was actually the la- in the last place for the men. Man. Yeah. Last they, place. Okay. They were like, we're tired of seeing these spots. These air boys. Or, or maybe they just hate M- McAfee. Maybe it outweighs the food. They were like, I didn't even, even <laughs> watch that shit. <laughs> uh, this brings us on to uh, the next match of the year category. And, of course, if we're going to do it for NXT and WWE, we would be remiss if we did not include all elite wrestling. So the nominations – for the 2020 KJS Year End Awards for AEW Match of the Year. Jones, please let us know. We have Hangman Page, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega mm-hmm. versus the Young Bucks. Tag Team Titles? Yes. Mm. We oh, have. I believe that was Revolution. That was Revolution. We have Cody Rhodes taking on Brody Lee Dark-Hall for match. the uh, TNT Championship on our AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. We also have Brody Lee. Taking on John Moxley for the AEW Championship, I believe that was at Double, Double or, or Nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. We also have the Best Friends taking on Proud and Powerful in a parking lot brawl on an AEW Dynamite or parking lot fight, as they there tried you to, sorry. you know, because people own I just words now. Yeah, I, just, I got you. You good? I, I just wanted to be flawless. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we also have Hangman Page again, and, and Omega versus FTR. Mm-hmm. Tag, tag championships, mm-hmm. I believe, at All Out. Yes, that, that's correct. Okay, okay. And then we have, last but not least, from Full Gear, John Moxley defending his AEW championship against Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. That was. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for them running around, small dude. Do, 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 I had to give you the dramatic uh, sense from uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Runner-up is a tie. Oh. It is a tie between Cody Rhodes versus Brody Lee. Dog collar match. match, Mm. As well as the best friends versus Proud and Powerful in the parking lot fight. That's what's up because on my uh, ballots, I didn't have a lot of love for that specific match, though I know it deserved to be in the the running, uh, the parking lot fight. So that's that's tied with you said – Cody and Brody. Dog collar. For runner-up. Dog collar. Dog collar match. You little bitch. <laughs> so let's see the official winner. The official Undisputed. winner. AEW. Match of, of the, the year. year. 2020 here at the KJS Awards. It's beautiful here in Pomona. Uh, we're actually in Chino. But it is Hangman Page. Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. At Revolution. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I mean, we talked about it when we were nominating them. Uh, we brought up the other tag match, the tag title match, where they lost against FTR. Definitely a dope match, but definitely a different match than the one with Young Bucks. And there was more miles put into the story and creative with uh, Young Bucks, with the elite, and even you know stemming from like the stadium stampede and before yeah. that, and oh, the loss yeah. of confidence and the friendships, and then being the, convoluted and all this the stuff, stuff with Matt, uh, with, with Matt Jackson and, and Hangman, yeah, and, getting personal, and then Kenny having to keep. Uh, a hangman's head on a level, you know, yeah. level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As far as not costing him the match with mistakes and chasing his, whiskey with milk. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just all, oh, just the American dream. Yeah, man. Um, but you know, congrats to them. Uh, definitely, it's one of those things where I remember, and you know, I always feel like an asshole saying this, right, or like a pompous ass. But I was there. Yeah, I remember watching it. 
Watching the live. You ass, man. I, 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 one of the many matches on that list that I have gone back to, I, I've made an effort to go back to watch again and again. Um, I knew that night just as I knew every time I watched. It, I'm like, this is, dude. Dave, I think Dave Meltzer gave it six stars. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know, I know that's not the Quincy Jones uh, rating yeah. system around here. And now. everyone says that Uncle Dave is getting a little AEW paycheck, whatever. I, I, at the end of the day, his ranking system means something, you know. To if you are a fan, right? I mean, it's yeah. I mean to to rate to rank, it's a tag. It's like Kenny in a tag team match getting five stars is is different, right? Yeah, definitely. But I digress because we are at the finale, the hot tamale. Yeah. But first. Before we get to the very end, yes, we'd be remiss if we did not shine some light on the man, the myth, the exalted one himself, as we introduced for the first time ever in KGS year end award history, a brand new award here, a brand new award here, I should say, that we shall dub the Brody Award. And of course, the first, the very first winner has to be Brody Lee, a.k.a. John Huber, Hubber. I mean, how do you not? How do you not give it to this man? Very hard act to follow. He's a man that was loved by everyone that met him, I would say, that got to work with them, that inside and out the ring, each company, he's, like you said, man, he's like, and I hate to say it like this or make it comical, but, you know, you, you've seen uh, When Nature Calls, right, by, uh, uh, was it the sequel to Ace Ventura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wachata tribe and the other tribe are about to, they're about to just go at it, and then he just runs right in the middle, parts to see, like Moses, but he's got- With the Chicago. The, the Chicago, exactly, the, the sacred white bat, and stops it, and they all, you know, and it's like, it's crazy to think like that's kind of what Brody did in the middle of this crazy Wednesday Night Wars, and I, I just kinda, I love I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I love that reference. I, man, I am not gonna guilt trip you about it. No, it's I mean, <laughs> and, and, and just to add to you, I don't want you to feel like oh you're a big shot because you could talk about you've been this or saw something live. I literally it took me a little bit. We talked about this off mic. I totally forgot I had a small interaction with Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah, and uh, I was working at Honda Center, um, and I was doing formerly the pond, baby. Formerly the pond, and uh, we were. I was right there in the valet section where basically the talent would show up, drop off their cars, and you know, to someone to park it, they would head down and get checked in and all that. And, stuff. and let me clarify, Doc yes. would uh, oftentimes find himself in this position whenever WWE would come into town with yes. an event. It's just not like. I got a story. Just no. This is no. first. No, everyone knew we, we at that work there knew that we had a thing for wrestling. They would sometimes look out for us and say, "Hey, we got these. Yeah. Uh, we got these spots." I here. mean, that's always been our rules. Don't run towards it; it'll come to you, and then you'll get a better, you know, with just a way better experience. You know, I mean, we, we were talking, we were exchanging Jericho experiences you oh, know, yeah. earlier, but with Brody, I just remember he was coming in right into the valet part, and he was driving with Fandango. And I just remember thinking, that's so weird that they're traveling together. He was in his rental and, you know, rolled down the window. I my, I tried not to drop my, drop my jaw immediately because I knew exactly who he was from one of the coolest factions at the time, white family, you know. And he just said, hey, uh, I just want to make sure I'm in the right place for the valet part. And something in me instinctively said, you just want to go straight this way and follow those buzzards, sir. And he laughed it off said, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so I, it just goes to show he was very sweet and kind of. You know, no, just about could, no, anybody, cause, you cause, know? No, seriously, because we've seen people, other celebrities, and not just wrestlers, but in the same similar position where, like, a fan will give them, like, a matter-of-effect answer. Something, relate, you know, that's relative to what they do. Mm -hmm. And they're not as nice about it, right? Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, he had every reason to like, oh, okay, I have never heard that before. Yeah, exactly. Like, he could have just really put me in my Yeah, place. he, he could have just like blew you off, but he he didn't. You know what I mean? He probably, you know. It, which, the extra time made me feel like I mattered in that sense. You know and, I mean? and, so. and I know it's small, but it's like stuff like that means, I mean, obviously it's left a lasting impression on you to talk about it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely, man. Definitely. But, uh, you know, I will say this, that uh, the Brody Award will be open uh, next year as, yes. again, it was already sewed up this year without a... A question or a shadow of a doubt, Daddy. Mm -hmm. But uh, I will say that it's open to you know what, and, and I may just keep it straight up like this. Like it may not even be anybody well known. If if say we know somebody that's a good you know, brother, share, a good yeah, person, just, yeah, yeah, man, like this or a good sister, universally, you know, you know liked, adored, uh, endearing to their people, and they speak highly of them. It could be uh, shit. It could be. You, the guy down the street at, at the store. You, I mean, I don't care, dude. Like, it's it's. We need more positivity, reinforcement. Yeah, and we need seriously. more people like that in, in this, this world. You know what sure. I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if if we have a you know a little bit of a, a chance to, to to shine a little light on it, to highlight that person, why not? Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, I, I would love to do a little bit of good with this show. That's what we do this for. You know what I mean? Obviously, the listens are great. The support is great as well. Mm -hmm. But if we could change somebody's life, or you know, if somebody, if you know, talk about someone changing our life, then yeah, man, let's definitely bring it to the forefront, man. I mean, I'm I'm tired of people being too tough, dude. Like it's. Uh, that, that's the problem. People are they're they're too conditioned to be like not give people their flowers while they're still here. You know. Yeah, what I mean? and it's just uh, when are we gonna learn from that? Uh, exactly. You know what I mean. And again, we see this outpouring of love for for him, and it just really made me again. You know, I'm pretty sure I, I may not be the only one with a quote unquote Brody Award for a podcast, but it made me want to do something like that again to see how many people were highlighting him as a person. Mm -hmm. I want to. I would like to do that for the for the good guys out yeah, there. Yeah, because this not one's always for the good about guys. the show you put on. It's about you know the person you are. The impressions uh, outside you, the ropes. The impressions you, know? you leave, the memories you make, the friends you make as well, the family, yep. the people you Impacts touch along you the way. Leave, yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely. And, uh, we're all so you know writing our own story as we as we go. You know mm -hmm. what I mean. Definitely. So all I ask is you know take from what you can, learn from different people, and just try to be a little bit better every day, man. That's that's all we can do. Yeah, no one's perfect, definitely. but we can just get a little bit better at it every day. And that's all, man. Definitely. Um, but with that. Let's yeah. talk about the last award of the night. Yes, the grand finale. Uh, it seems like we're getting the uh, the the goodbye cue. Oh, hurrying up from yeah. uh, from from the Hyatt staff. It looks like the battery <laughs> life is blinking on the teleprompter. You know? I guess uh, we got to wing it here. But we got the cinematic match of the year. Mm -hmm. First time category. Never had to do this before. All major promotions are included in this nomination. Absolutely, by the way. which which was actually pretty cool and interesting. Yeah. Um. I remember when he first started doing these, I was like, this better not be the trend of all 2020 because we're going to get cinematic out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're going to be Especially super... following, like, Mania when it was, like, yeah. two two nights, like, night one and night Where, two. Both again, the grandiose of... Uh, idea of having to go that extreme to produce something mm -hmm. and matches what Mania is about. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then when you try to do it, like, like that's why I thought them following up with the money to the bank, I'm like, wah, wah. Like, nah, that... We want we 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 want to see the like yeah. that's like doing that's like creating a Royal Rumble a cinematic Royal Rumble you know what I mean yeah yeah seriously like I would oh God, or like that would be Chamber. oh that'd be so much fun. Uh, oh wouldn't wouldn't that yeah. just piss you off yeah but we digress yeah, this yeah, is look, look. the very best although despite what of our opinions are about putting on cinematic matches we do know there's a lot of creativity a lot of work and time and shooting and all that stuff that goes into it and without yeah, further ado not taking effort from nobody which is why we're here to highlight mm -hmm. the nominees and uh i think obviously the first one right at the gate doc you want to hit him with it yeah definitely aj styles the phenomenal one taking on the phenom the undertaker in the boneyard match next we have uh john cena 
taking on the Fiend Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, next from there, we have Sammy Guevara, the sex god, going against the iconic Matt Hardy <laughs> in the Elite Deletion match. From there, we have the return of the Fiend Bray Wyatt as he takes on the likes of the Abominable Strowman. Well, actually, he wasn't even the Fiend. He was uh, Wyatt family Bray Wyatt, if you remember. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're definitely right. So we have Bray Wyatt from the tracks, man. You know, she used <laughs> yeah. to talk. From the sticks, man. She used to say that she used to talk with fire in her eyes. <laughs> alabaster skin, man. That alabaster skin with... With some calamine lotion. Things man. about these flies, man. They keep getting younger. No, no. They, keep, they keep buying up my. Oh uh, man, no, but yeah, uh, Braun Strowman he faced <laughs> off against old school Bray Wyatt. I don't want to say old school, but cult leader Bray Wyatt. Yeah, in a definitely swamp fight was uh, cult leader Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Cameron Grimes going against Dexter Loomis in a haunted house of terrors match. And last but not least, this one almost gets slept on, and I yeah. think it's. I mean, the problem is obviously one of the. Combatants, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, competitors that are that is part of this, but it was pretty special. We have a uh, Velveteen Dream taking on Adam Cole, baby, in the back lot brawl. Yes, so uh, we got six picks, but only one could leave the winner, and only one could be the sore second loser. And this is gonna surprise you, surprise. runner up. Mm-hmm. I have no expectations for this. It is Matt Hardy. Versus wow. Sammy Guevara in the Elite Deletion match. Wow, runner-up. Runner-up, yes. Okay. I mean, I can't be mad. He's kind of the godfather of cinematic matches, even though people don't want to give him his due. But, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he, he's definitely grandfathered a lot of this stuff in. But the winner, without a shadow of a doubt, because they won by over 15 more votes. And it's the last award of the evening. The last of the last, baby. Don't forget to tip your bartender. It is the Boneyard match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker. And I don't think there was any question. I thought for sure that maybe the Firefly Funhouse match would be a close second. but Yeah, it seemed like it was a cold favorite. It was third. Actually, I was really surprised that the Elite Deletion got the second. Yeah, got the nod. Uh, So, Gabe Grell... And Hurricane Helms absolutely pushed them higher than Cena turning heels. It's the buy rates. It's the buy rates. Good <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, but you know, this was all fun. Again, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where I didn't know if I felt like we were gonna get into the the spirit, I guess, uh, yeah. of, of the year end awards. It's been a weird year in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on to a new year in wrestling, which uh, you know, obviously, you know, well, let's just not think about Cringeberg. But other than that. <laughs> Uh, everything's been looking looking kind of cool, looking up. Uh, I did get some information, by the way. You know, obviously we do usually the Wednesday Night War uh, mm-hmm. war coverage, but we're going to return to that next week. Um, obviously, we know there's New Year's uh, Evil going on this week as well. We're going to talk about all the fallout and everything on, on the post uh, uh, Brody Lee tribute show mm-hmm. for Dynamite next week as well. But I did get an update. They actually, quote unquote, at least on screen, they pulled the uh, the fight pit match uh, due to a minor injury on Thatcher's part. I guess. Oh, that's what's I, going I, what they're what they're selling is that he had a minor injury during training, and you know until he gets a proper rehab, they they're gonna hold off. And on they're, it. yeah, they can't with good conscience put him in there knowing he's hurt. Ooh. You know what I mean? All so, right. Um, that's what that is. That'll so, be interesting too because I know they're you know I want to say counter programming, but they're battling Holiday Smash Week One. Or Bash or yeah, whichever for, one that's for AEW. So. so, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Now I think about it. It's supposed to be uh, Kenny Omega and, uh, and Ray Phoenix. Phoenix. So, yeah. yeah, we're definitely going to have to talk about yeah, that. We'll, yeah. Um, but we'll you, have our hands full to yeah, yeah. I, we're, next week. It's, it's been a while. You know, we, we, we kept it chill on the review side, but we're going to be uh, coming back to everything. 
again, happy holidays to everybody. Again, thanks for sticking with us all year long, all throughout 2020. Had a, a great amount of people that that followed the uh, the, the show. Um, you know, we were on Spotify a lot more. Got a lot of uh, a lot of the analytics and stuff like that. Also, had to rebuild the Facebook page, and we thank you guys for uh, yeah, man, bearing know, with us on just that. bearing with yeah, bearing with us on that and. Hey, didn't these guys already give me the like uh, option? Yeah, yeah, that was us. And we're back, and and we're here to rebuild from the ground up, like we did from the jump. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to uh, thank again everybody for following the show and supporting us. And uh, you know, feel free to support us on social media, of course, everywhere you go to engage with fans. We're gonna be there. That is uh, the Quincy Jones Show mm-hmm. on Instagram. That is Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and of course, the Quincy Jones Show. If you look for us in that search tab on Facebook, and go ahead and hit that like button while you're at it. Uh, go and check us out on YouTube as well as we're Please doing do. a lot of new video projects. And um, you know what? Don't don't be a stranger. Hit us up everywhere you go to get your podcast iTunes, Spotify, Ari Heart Music, that is True 100 Radio as well, every Friday, 2 Cast o'clock. Box. CastBox, SoundCloud, we're, you name it, we there, baby. And we don't there. forget to follow your boy, Quincy Jones Go. Yes, I be rapping, and I be rapping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We Just shout out to Doc for, for, for uh, pushing me to get back into the, the, the music game. Clanging and banging. I just took a long uh, sabbatical, so to speak. I yes. ain't never left, but y'all going to remember the name forever, and that is on me and my mama. Go check out the Quincy, uh, Quincy Bueller's Day Off mixtape right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, after you're done with that, you might want to go and check out all the great stuff that Doc Lesnar got cooking up for y'all pretty soon. Oh, Doc, yeah. let him know it's good. You guys know what it is, man. I was just recording earlier today. I'm trying to finalize this project. I've been talking to you guys it's about true. the This Is Awesome EP. It is coming this year. I promise you that. In the meantime, check out all my singles got out i got talk my shit i got strong styling and profiling strong styling the remix and of course the one we keep telling you guys about the world's greatest tag team all produced by my cousin awesome beats check me out wherever you like to download your music or stream your music on any platform you could think of whether it's uh, amazon or, or itunes or apple music or spotify of course Anywhere you like to go, whether it's titled to Pandora and anywhere in between, catch your boy, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. I am on that thing. Also look for us, Tower Gang, which is Twin Towers. And you can follow us, of course, at Tower Gang on Instagram. Follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram and at Doc underscore KJS pod for all the dope wrestling news and memes you can get. In the meantime, you already know you can find me on Twitter. I'm Doc Lesnar. But after that, there's only three words to give y'all. You know what it is, Quincy Jones. Top guys out.